Attention, Shit. people of Earth. What's going Attention, on Attention, people of Earth. Do not be alarmed. Stand by for an important message. Stand by for an important message. And now, Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. Oh, please let it be fantastic. Of course. Yes, yes, yes. It's rather good, isn't it? Hey, I'm just enjoying the show. Inconceivable! I can't take it anymore! There's no need for that attitude. Don't make me go to the larder and unseal a tin whoop-ass. We came, we saw, we kicked it ass. How freaking cool is that shit? Fight! Stop! I reject the reality and substitute my own. Nice, right? I learned that one from you, guy. Bang it out. <laughs> we are going live. Yeah. Feel free to hang around for a while. Oh, God, this makes me happy. Live on all the Internet's webs and tubes, it's Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. Live on Indie Media Weekly Radio, streaming worldwide and podcasting who the fuck knows where, this is... Oh... Those audio levels are just horrid. We're gonna have to fix something. We're gonna have to fix this. So uh, we're gonna turn it up to a, uh, the output to a, an eleven. I think we're gonna Ooh. is what we're gonna have to do, um, and hope for the best because those audio levels are just wow. That's bad. Uh, if you can hear us, make sure if you, if there's anything wrong with the audio, we need to know because. Uh, this is why I don't like taking taking weeks off, you know, running things um, off my computer, because for some reason, every time I don't do, you know, run the show, settings change and I find out at the last minute. So there we go. Uh, anyway, uh, John Kendall and Kenny Pick both have the night off. We'll be having a special guest co-host coming in shortly. But uh, for now, join me as always on the great city of... Port St. Lucie, Florida, the Rogue DM, Dungeon Master, Mike Check Radio, Michelle Legon. That is me. I am here and ready to go. Very good, very good. And also joining me out of the great city of Port St. Lucie, Florida, the GM, Galaxy Master of Mike Check Radio, Miles Legon. Oh, crap. I got to unmute. You were, you were unmuted. <laughs> okay, here we are, ready to rock and roll. Oh, did I get him? All right, well, reeling it, reeling it, setting the hook, reeling in. There we go. <laughs> oh, I, I stepped on that, right? All right. <laughs> He's starting early today. Yeah. Oh, buddy. So um, tonight's an exciting night. Of course, we got the, we got the return of most badass. Um, he'll be here sometime in the foreseeable future. Um, but we also have it's new bumpers night. Yay! I got three. I got several new bumpers to to run. Including one uh, from uh, Critical Role. Oh, cool! Which is my new, which is my new binky. Um, I also got a new drop from Critical Role. Uh, Travis Willingham saying this. Oh <laughs> shit! Fuck ball. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. Which is probably what the NRA is saying right now. Oh, you oh, know it. So. You know God. Wayne LaPierre is in his little gilded tower going. Oh, shit, fuck, bald. As all these companies have finally decided, you know what? We don't want to be friends with a terrorist organization. And good, it's about time they found their balls. 
you know, because... I would love to, for the corporations to think that thought. That's not what they're thinking. They're thinking bottom line money and it's bad PR. It's not about... It's it, oh, it's about money. It, it's always about the yes, money. Yes, it's about, it's about them. Yes. You know, it's about the fact that cozying up with a terrorist organization, which is what the mm-hmm. NRA is, in my opinion, is a is bad for business, and I'm okay with that. Now I'm sure some people are going to be saying, "No, oh, Adam, how could you say that about the NRA?" Uh, uh, it it used to be a good organization. Yes, back in, back when I was a child, and my dad was in it, and you know they actually taught gun safety courses, you know, and all sorts sorry. of really nice stuff. And oh, nowadays, yeah. it's it, it's yeah. it's not it's not. Look, I'm gonna bottom line this for you for for the gun owners of America. The NRA doesn't give a shit about you or your rights. They only want your money. They're there to make you paranoid, so that you will buy more guns. Second more of guns all, from their masters. More gun, yeah, more guns for from the people who hold their leash. Second of all, the interpretation that the NRA has been pushing for uh, of the of the Second Amendment only existed since like 1980. Yeah, well, you know that's what they do. You know, the, the, you got to hand it to the the, the right wing though. They are message masters. They know how to oh, coin yeah. a word or a phrase to get the American. Dupes, those that you know are easily swayed with these little uh, uh, bumper sticker phrases. Yeah, that, that it's what they do, and they're very good at it. I, I really wish, you know, that the American people wake up sooner. But you know, how many oh, no. more lives have we got to lose? So you know, you're right. I mean, but my point is that for the first two hundred years of the republic. The Second Amendment was a provisional right. In order to qualify for the right to bear arms, you had to be a member of a well-regulated militia. In other words, the National Guard or some other formal, organized, regulated association. And then all of a sudden, the NRA says, hey, we, we need, our masters want us to, to make them more money, so we're going to push this idea that the Second Amendment guarantees a private right, a, a right to private gun ownership. That's not true. Until until Heller versus DC, which is only ten years ago, folks, the issue of private gun ownership was left to the states to regulate as they saw fit. And then Antonin Scalia, may he rot in hell, reached into his fat ass and pulled out a shit caked right private right to private gun ownership, which never existed before. Never. Well, yeah, you know, and of course, you, you, you know, we've got audio. Um, I was going to let this thing go because it seemed like, uh, you know, the kids are all right. The kids got this. And then you saw the right wing start to, to attack children. And I was like, to. I was like, what no. trust do they have? I was like, I don't think so. You motherfuckers. Oh, they, let me they tell have you. No choice. Oh, no, I agree with you. They have no choice. But, you know, I was going to let this go and let the kids handle it. And then they started attacking the kids. And I was like, no, we're doing this. Um, so, again, history is important. There is no right to private gun ownership in the Constitution or the Bill of Rights. 
you know, I love, you know, and, and the, the vision, the right wing vision of a militia, which is a bunch of fat, overweight fuckers running around the woods playing to overthrow the government. That's not what the founding fathers considered to be a militia. And even if it were, there's a difference between, you know, and, and this and the, you know, the the uh, Militia Act of 1903 goes into details on this. Yes, everyone between the ages of 18 and 45 are eligible to be a part of the militia. That doesn't make them a part of the militia. So even if their interpretation of what a militia is was accurate, that still doesn't grant the right to go own guns. But, you know, whatever. Um, You know, and, and my question for... for the, the right-wingers, that they never answer, Michelle. They can never answer it. How many more? <laughs> How many more children have to be butchered before you guys yeah. say enough is enough? Before you guys say, maybe it's the fucking guns! I have a nephew who's about to turn three, who's gonna start school in about two years. I shouldn't have to worry about him going to school and maybe not coming home. I should have to worry about possibly having to bury my nephew. I shouldn't have to think, geez, he's going to have to go through active shooter drills and not spelling drills. You're just so you guys, just so you guys yeah. can feel comfortable in your masculinity. You have a small dick. Deal with it. In a constructive yeah. way. Buy a car. <laughs> a fancy you know, car. Fast car. Because I'm so surprised. <laughs> they blame everything but the guns. Oh, it's the video games. Video games are everywhere. Let's look at Movies. Japan. Let's look at Japan, where video games arguably come from. You know, the, yeah. the modern video games you know, movement started in Japan. Most video games, for you know, for the most part, video games are made in Japan. Yeah. Japan doesn't have I this know. problem. Japan does not have this problem. So therefore, one can logically conclude it's not the video games. No, Japan it's the gets role playing games. You know, I, well, look, I'm, I'm I've, been play, I've been playing. I've been playing Final RGS. Fantasy. I've been playing Final Fantasy since I was eight fucking years old, and I have never once tried to summon Bahamut. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, I yeah. They, they are. They they can argue that it's all their. They, what's what's the term when you're using somebody as a false a red herring or something? It's just that it's what they do. They try to distract. They try to shift the blame. Anything but do any that will cause a loss of profits for their corporate masters. And you've got these guys that are your. I don't know. Is, is hillbilly too offensive of a term? No, I don't think it's offensive enough. Redneck. I, I don't like the it... term redneck because redneck has other. I'll get back to that. But yeah, these guys that that love loud noises and smelling like gunpowder, you know, thinking that's manly. <sighs> you know, saying, "Oh, I need to be able to hunt." Well, if you need a, 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 a ten round clip or thirty round clip to hunt with, you suck at it. <laughs> Really, take try, find different ways to feed your family, but uh, it, it's uh, it's 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 really it's it's all about the messaging for these people with, as you said, small penises, 
serving the corporate masters so that their profit margins continue to flow. It's really that simple. Follow the money. It's yeah. all about the money. Show me the money. Bingo. It's all about the money. And like I said, if it look, if if this were happening in every other civilized country in the world, I might say maybe it's the video games. But th we this is literally the, the only place in the world this happens. And you know what? When this happened in Australia, they did something about it. And guess what? It hasn't happened since. Nope. But they don't want to talk about that. They want to talk about, well, if the Jews had guns, Hitler wouldn't have taken them. <laughs> Hitler took their guns, you dips. <laughs> That's one of the not just that. Did. Not just that. Hitler armed the average German. That's the dirty little secret that they don't want to tell you. They want to say Hitler was for gun confiscation. No, he wasn't. He wanted the average German citizen armed and stupid so they would be willing to kill the Jews. Well, he, he also took them away from the Jews. They, they, well, yes, done. but I'm saying, but uh, I did, you know, I actually had to debunk uh, someone who was, who was using that talking point that Hitler said you should disarm everyone to conquer a country. I said, nah, you, y'all motherfuckers need Snopes. Post link. Yeah. And Saren Ray. You need oh, Snopes yeah. and Saren Ray. <laughs> got to close the door. I can hear myself coming in on Michelle's mic. Uh-oh. Uh, so, you know, I'm just I'm just sick of it. And you know what? This time is different. I think this time is different. Um, I think this time that uh, these kids are, are going to finally break the NRA's death grip on power. They're going to break the NRA's back. You've, almost every, every company that does business with the NRA has severed ties and good on them. Yes. Almost every. Is there anybody left? How many are left? Uh, I, mean, I don't know. Could we? What I'd like to know is. All right. So let's just say that there are these companies, right? And they give NRA members discounts for ID cards from the NRA, as they do. And that's basically what's happening. Is these companies are saying, "Oh, you're with the NRA. No more discount for you." But so let's just say a hundred. I'm going to throw that number out there. One hundred. So are we at, did 50% of the companies drop them? 70, 80? Are we close, close to 100? I mean, how, anybody, uh, uh, oh, Google monkeys. <laughs> okay. Bye. Yes. I don't know. Well, let's see here. Uh, Union Delta have cut ties. Ah, here we go. New York Times for one hour ago. Uh, let's see here. Uh, First National Bank of Omaha cut ties. Delta and United cut ties. Rental cars. At least three of those. Uh, Avis will end a, a discount partnership on the 26th of March. Uh, Hertz ended it Friday. Alamo, Enterprise, and National are ending their discount March 26th. MetLife said, uh, no more discount for you. No discount for you. Um, <laughs> True Car, an automobile and pricing uh, website, said they are ending its car buying service relationship with the NRA. Symantec uh, said, no more discounts. Uh, it's a pretty impressive list. And I know I recently heard FedEx. Um, oh, yeah, FedEx. FedEx we just found ties. out Norton, Norton uh, antivirus. That's Symantec. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. 
That's the that's the master company, hon. Norton's no. the, the subsidy. Well, yeah. consider me. It, it, uh, yeah, I I'm an idiot. I don't know these details. <laughs> okay. of who uh, best I Western. I thought of them as Norton. Best Western. Wyndham. Yes. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Chubb. I don't know who they are. Uh, let me see here. FedEx. I, Ooh, I, I, that's I, an I, impressive list. Is there a list of who's remaining? That would be an interesting list. Like Hobby Lobby. <laughs> yeah, you guys can have you guys can have ho your Hobby Lobby. Uh, you know, if you guys want to, you know, basically get in bed with the people who are the equivalent of the Nazis in Indiana Jones. You remember, you know, the Raiders mm -hmm. of the Lost Ark. Because that's basically what the greens are. You know, they got caught stealing artifacts from Iraq. Yeah. You yeah. bunch of massive assholes. Yeah. Yeah. I, the, the, these kids, though, are amazing with the, oh, yeah. with the activism they're showing. It's oh, just... Yeah. And, and, and they're getting I, death threats now. Yeah, of, of course. course. Of course. Yeah. Now, you guys got to remember that when Graham Frost, you know, cut that commercial for the Democrats in support of S-Chip... That Michelle Mulkin stalked him. Yes. Okay. She stalked a a ten year old child for speaking out on behalf of a program that saved the life of him and his younger sister. They they are yeah. not pro life. They don't care about children. They don't give a fuck about anything but their own twisted desires. And this time, it's time, like I said, it's time to change. And I will say this. I call on every Democrat who might run for pre the, pre you know, the presidency in 2020. If you win the nomination, make declaring the NRA a terrorist organization a plank in the Democratic platform. It is time. I because agree. Put it every, on the time, every time someone tries to do something about this, what do they do? We've got the guns. If you do this, we're going to come shoot you. Well, thank you for making yeah. my case for you, for me. I appreciate you taking the time to do that, you colossal fucking idiot. They make threats. They do the exact same bullshit that the Taliban does and that the that ISIS does. Oh, I'm sorry, Daesh. We we call them Daesh here in any media weekly. Daesh, Daesh yes. because it's it's basically uh, trash. You know, it's it's trash. Um, it, it's the same shit Hamas does. Give us what we want or we will kill you. Mm -hmm. And it's time for the United States to say we're not going to allow a terrorist organization to openly operate within our borders. Yeah. And I think it's time. I think it is time. And like I said, this time is different. I'm telling it you. It sure I, is. I think this that, is an amazing development. I think that what's going to happen is that... Um, is that the NRA's, you know, we're brace, we're basically breaking the back of the NRA. And I'm okay with that. I'm breaking their back as in what, financially? Yes. Where we are we are basically mm -hmm. we are basically taking a pry bar and forcing them to let go of our democracy. We have been a hostage to these motherfuckers for too long. As, as much as I'd like to think that they are going to just wither and die, eh, they're funded by the gun 
companies, uh, really, the, the, that's that's where their big bread and butter comes from. It used to be NRA membership, but the, 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 the manufacturer said, hey, we'll pay you more money, you do what we say. And that's when they really went, Pfft. but anyway, uh, I don't see, they are a lobbying group. They are lobbyists for politicians. It's what, the, that's their primary thing, and they, they, they're propagandists, yeah. But I don't see them stopping trying to lobby politicians. I don't see that happening. I see them, I see their influence waning. I see them slowly becoming marginalized. But to say that they're just going to up and die? Yeah, I wish, I really wish that were the case. I just don't see it. Not, not in a, not in a, 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 not in a political environment we have where effectively bribery is legal. Oh, no, I agree with you. And that's the thing, you know, and, and I will say this. Another thing I say is that, you know, don't get me wrong. I love the 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 notorious R R R uh, B G R B G yeah. Um, but as soon as we get a Democrat in that White House, she needs to retire. Agreed. You know, we have to understand that with the Supreme Court, we're basically playing the game of Thrones. I'd like I'd like a Democrat in the White House, and I would like a fifty-one member or fifty member. Uh, well, possible. I don't know if I don't know if you saw this, but Mitch McConnell told the meeting of Republicans they fully expect to lose the Senate this year. <gasps> no way! Wait, Mitch wait, 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 wait! Hold on, hold on! I need I need to clarify this. I need to clarify this. Mitch McConnell has just said that Miles. you are going to drop your pants and say you're a ninny. Is that what I I, I, I uh, seriously? Would this face lie to you? <laughs> Would this face lie to you? <laughs> Courtesy Sorry, of please. the Hill. McConnell, please, please. GOP expects to lose Senate House seats in midterms. Very cool. Losing seats is one thing. Losing control is another. I, I expect, I, they, they, they expect, I know, uh, the Hill, huh? Yeah, but we only need to pick up two. We, For the we, Senate, correct. If we pick yes. up two, okay, because we're it's forty eight fifty two. We pick up two, it's a split Senate, and With I can tell you this: Pence breaking the tie. Uh, yes, unless some Republican looks in his purse and finds his balls and says and pulls. Uh, who was the guy who switched sides in the Bush administration? Uh, oh, you're right. There was a guy. He did that. God, Michelle's mother was so pissed. I remember her mentioning him. J it's, his name started with a J. I want to say uh, Jim McDermott, maybe. No, that's that's the guy. Uh, Ian McDermott is the play, guy who plays Palpatine. No, I think it was Jim McDermott. I don't think it was a McDermott. I I thought the name started with a J. Not not I, the last name started with a J. I don't remember, but I'm just saying that. You know, it's entirely possible that there may be a Democrat like a Jeff yeah. Flake who says, I'm willing to caucus with the Democrats just deny these motherfuckers a majority. Yeah, that could happen. And, and I could see him saying, don't get me wrong, Democrats. This is only a temporary arrangement until some sane people Thank take you, over. <coughs> what, what was it? Uh, Jeffords. Jeffords. Jim Jeffords. Oh, yeah, you're right. Thank you. All right. So uh, we're going to go to break. Thanks, we're going to go to break. We're going to premiere two of our new bumpers. <laughs> and the break music is going to be the Vocaloid version of Gothic Necklord, one of my all-time favorite uh, RPG pieces. Uh, 
So, yeah. Uh, anyway, when we come back, uh, we'll have some uh, stuff, and hopefully Wes Karskan, the most badass host in Liberal Talk Radio. Uh, still waiting to hear from him. Um, but uh, off we go. We'll be right back after this. You're listening to Mike Check Radio with Adam Heber. It's a little above their head. Okay. It's only for like us big thinkers. Mike Check Radio with Adam Heber on Indie Media Weekly Radio. said you're listening to Indie Media Weekly Radio. Extraterrestrial Radio. All the power without the tower. Yeehaw! Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Come on down to Southern Progressive Revival to hear the best and worst of Southern politics once again. We've got all brand new 2016 episodes for the low, low price of 100% free and tons of extras including... 
guests, rants, and flustered hosts and co-hosts. Think your credit ain't good enough? We don't care. Think you don't have nothing to hear since you ain't from the South? Well, that ain't right. You reckon that Yankee pick feller's got more class than us? Well, that might be true. But let's do this. Come listen to Southern Progressive Revival live every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Indie Media Weekly, Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Come now and we'll throw in a free pine tree air freshener. Wow. Stay with me and experience the glory of Plaid Sundays, two gigantic hours of grunge running from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. Eastern, here on Indie Media Weekly. Whether it's the distorted guitars or the emotive lyricism, few can deny the lasting influence of a genre that dressed down a generation. So turn it on and get inspired. It works for me, and I know that I'm not the only one. Plaid Sundays, only on Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Ciao. Indie Media Weekly Radio is proud to bring you the Thomas Jefferson Hour, a radio program that models civil discourse, critical thinking, and good citizenship. Join nationally acclaimed humanity scholar and award-winning first-person interpreter of Thomas Jefferson, Clay Jenkinson, for the Thomas Jefferson Hour, Tuesdays at 10 a.m., Sundays at 4 p.m., the Thomas Jefferson Hour on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Visit them at jeffersonhour.com. You're listening to Mike Check Radio with Adam Heber. We insist on accuracy. Be sure you make yourself look like a complete ass. Check Radio with Adam Hebert on Indie Media Weekly Radio. I could have sworn I fixed that one. God damn it. Well, oh well. Uh, and some people might think that was a recording from the classic uh, TV drama Lou Grant. No, that was actually when Kenny got me to come to Indie Media Weekly Radio. <laughs> and I said, I can do that! <laughs> Nothing? Nothing. What? What? I was making Knock fun it. of myself. I I actually didn't hear the thing you were making fun of, but cool. <laughs> Wait, you guys didn't hear that? I was putting them on my earphones and um. Okay, I was worried we were having a technical issue. God damn it! No. All right, All right fine, fine. Here we go. One more time, just for for edification. You're listening to Mike Check Radio with Adam Heber. We insist on accuracy. Be sure you make yourself look like a complete ass. Check Radio with Adam Heber on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Now do you get it, Miles? And I yeah. said I told Kenny I can do that. <laughs> okay, nice. <laughs> no, seriously, that was from Lou Grant. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, still no sign of West Carskadden. Uh, he said he'd be here. Let me see here. Still no sign of him. Uh, so let's get started with the audio. I'd say goodies, but um, I'd be lying. Uh -oh. All right. Well. 
Welcome back, Michelle. Welcome back, Miles. Let's get uh, to oh, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I forgot what that joint me as always out of the great city of Port St. Lucie, Florida. The GM Galaxy Master Mike Trek Radio, Miles Lagon. Hello. <laughs> and also joining me out of Port St. Lucie, Florida, the Rogue DM Dungeon Master, Michelle Lagon. Yes, I am here. Oh, and we're also gonna have some uh some <laughs> uh God damn it. There. Uh -oh. yeah, 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 yeah. We're gonna have some audio from a Metal Gear Solid actor later. Oh, I heard that. That was awesome. Um Ready. Not not yet. We're saying that we're saying that for uh for a uh, nerd talk. Uh, well, you know we're gonna cross <laughs> the we're gonna cross the streams because uh, I usually only go go full nerd when Kenny's here. You know, like I'm. I don't feel like we're under a crunch, because I always try to be nerd doing nerd talk for Kenny, so he can. Have, you know, he enjoys that. And I yes, don't blame sir. him. It's not. It's oh. not that I don't enjoy it. I'm just saying, I I am a political animal too. So we're oh, gonna cross. Yeah. We're gonna cross the streams tonight with that one. Uh, Colonel Campbell, of Snake Fame. Reading awesome. excerpts from the uh, from the um, Russia indictments from uh, last week, um, and just you know, just so everyone can remember. Oh, come on! Awesome. So, all right, let's get to this. Uh, we're going to start with. I want CNN to explain to me. <clears throat> Why they allowed Jack Kingston on their airwaves? What a shit for brains. He's I a mean, total shell. Oh, he he is. I mean, the guy is just such a, a colossal, arrogant ass. He also makes himself look like a complete ass. He's stealing uh, my shtick, Miles. <laughs> I will. I, I'm gonna say this about the guy, and I first I'm gonna put out a disclaimer. The term I use is intentionally being used in a non-gender form. There is no gender assigned to the term I'm using or about to use. That man is a whore. I'll allow that on my air. Okay. There's only there's only one word, well, two words, because I, I took a vow that I would never say the B word again. Oh, God. Uh, on, on the air. Although I will Which say word? son of a... I'm not going to say it, Miles. What part oh, of... got it. All right. B, um, B, the B word. Thank you. Yes. And uh, the C word. That, that oh, is, yeah, yeah. That is strictly yes. banned here at Indie Media Weekly, no matter how tempted I am to use it to refer to Dana Loesch. <laughs> and I was very tempted this week. Yeah. All right. So here is... Uh, Jack Kingston on CNN. CNN, get your shit together, man. Get your shit together. Because you're this guy when when someone is on your air, they are representing you. <clears throat> okay. It <coughs> they pay him, right? Uh, I he is a paid paid consultant, but hold on here. Here here's here's my message to CNN. Get your shit together! Alright, so here's Jack Kingston claiming Democrats and George Soros are coaching these kids. 
Now, I want to, well, we'll get to that in a second. Here we go. Here's cut one. Jack, I want to start with something that you tweeted, because I don't understand it. So let me read to everyone what you tweeted on Sunday night about this. You said, oh, really? Students are planning a nationwide rally, not left-wing gun control activists using 17-year-old kids in the wake of a horrible tragedy. Hashtag Soros, hashtag resistance, hashtag Antifa, hashtag DNC. Do you think that, Jack? You think? You're serious? Allison, you think these kids let, aren't let acting say, on their own volition? Allison, I think it's a horrible tragedy, and I'm heartbroken that young uh, people have gone through this, and I hope that it never happens again. Mm -hmm. But I also know that their sorrow can very easily be hijacked mm -hmm. by left-wing groups but do you who think it have has an agenda. I, I, well, let's ask ourselves, do we really think that, and, and I say this sincerely, do we really think 17-year-olds on their own are going to plan a nationwide rally? Uh, yes. Yep. I think they are. Yep. Agreed. Absolutely. No um. argument there. I just yeah. yeah. What happened? What's wrong? Nothing. My eyes are just watering again. Oh, yeah. So basically, yeah. They, he he has to attack the children, the kids, because to un to let the kids proceed without opposition, basically, will justify you know their message continues to get out there. They have to. Uh, what's the term? It's like an ad hominem in an argument. You have to belittle the person that is uh, making your argument look bad. So, yeah, it's, this is all that hominem shit. Yeah. All right. Uh, so here is a cut. Uh, so, George, you know, first of all, Jack Kingston does not know how to use hashtags. <laughs> Second of all, now, I want everyone to remember that when a conservative talks about George Soros, that's a dog whistle for filthy, rotten, evil Jew. That's what they yeah. mean. Soros, Soros, they use Soros because they don't have the balls to admit they're a bunch of anti-Semitic motherfuckers. Nope. So they turned George, George Soros into this evil boogeyman with which to scare the ignorant because, again, they're a bunch of anti-Semitic motherfuckers. That is a, Miles, That we gotta get that band name to Kenny, see what we can do with it. <laughs> a, a, a band name? Yes, the anti-Semitic motherfuckers. Anti-Semitic. Okay, <laughs> a little All over right. the top, but I hear you. Hey, I wanted to start a chicken strip restaurant using my mom's recipe called Mother Pluckers. Oh, how did that work? It, it died. It died in it, birth. It died with the rest <laughs> of my dreams. <laughs> I bet it did. I bet it did. And then I learned not to have dreams. All right, here's uh, cut two. Okay. I just want That's to point it. out that after Sandy Hook, yep. when Barack Obama Quickly. was president, the U.S. Senate was controlled by Democrats. The Second Amendment mm -hmm. discussion is very difficult, and there are many who want to go to a full-fledged 
Let's ban guns. National va instant Nobody's background Nobody's talking about check. that, Jack. Nobody's talking about that. It, People are talking about common it, sense reforms. Nobody is it, talking about banning guns Allison, today. Allison, let Jack, me say sorry. this. As somebody Your slippery slope this argument debate, whenever, is just not going to work today. Whenever, the by word on the left is always common sense gun control, mm -hmm. and it usually means restriction of the Second Amendment. What I am saying to yeah. you, if, if you want to put it on the table, you also have to tell me why when gun purchases went up, uh -huh. did the crime rate go down? And, and why school shootings and mass shootings went up. And neither of you have to a gun-free hey, zone. David. To a gun I want to punch this fucker in the face. Oh, and that reminds me that I have a generous offer before we get to the next clip. Um, I just want it on the record, on the air, live. That I am willing to pay bail for anyone who punches Wayne LaPierre in the face or kicks him in the balls. <sighs> I am not asking for it to happen. I am simply saying if it did and you were arrested for assault, I would bail you out. Okay. No, no condone no condoning it, but <laughs> I'm not going to cry. I'm not condoning it, but I'm not going to be torn up over it. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, anyway, cut three. I, I would say to you very plainly that uh, organized groups that are out there, like mm -hmm. George Soros, are always ready to take the charge, mm -hmm. and it's kind of like instant rally, instant protest, yeah. and hey, those Jack, groups are ready to take it, that, Jack, take I, it to I'm the I'm sorry. Street. I have to correct you. I was down there. I talked to these kids. These kids and, were, Jack, these kids were wildly motivated. I talked to these kids before they knew the body count of how many of their friends had been Allison. killed. No, Jack, no one had talked to them yet. They okay. hadn't been indoctrinated by some left-wing group. They well, Allison, were motivated from okay. what they saw and what Allison, they endured I don't doubt, during that I don't, ordeal. Okay. I don't... You know, and notice how I, I don't doubt their sincerity, but I think they're being coached by George Soros and Democrats. <laughs> <laughs> Therefore, you doubt their sincerity. You think they're lying, that they're not being sincere. And I yeah. love that. I love that wonderful lilt in his voice. It's like, Allison, now Allison here. Let me explain it to you. No, let me you know? mansplain <laughs> it to it. To yeah, that's what he was doing. You could hear it in his voice. He was just, oh. And this is why I think this time it's different, because Allison Camerota is not having this shit. No. <clears throat> She's pulling on me. She is sitting down and saying, you're going to have to bring at least 300 pounds to get me to move, motherfucker. Yeah, that, that was, this is amazing shit to hear. This is not stuff you heard back. Sandy Hook. I mean, more and younger children died, and you are you you did not hear the kind of I mean, yes, there was the rage, there was the anger, but it wasn't like this. Protests out there, companies bailing on the NRA. The the I mean, the, they went out on the 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 shills for the NRA went out on the the, the news networks as they always do, and they said the same stories that they always do, deflect, deflect, deflect. We'll give you just this little tiny thing, or we'll talk about it. We don't want to do this, but we'll talk about it, and we'll investigate. This ain't what's happening now. This is just full bore. I mean, 
God, what happened to Rubio? Jeez. Oh, yeah. Huh. Rubio. Rubio. Oh. oh, my God. And then, of course, they're, they're like, oh. Oh, this kid is disrespecting. This kid is disrespecting us. Oh, no, what was it? Todd Starnes was like, Paris, what would you do if your kid... I would take my kid to Disneyland! I, I, if I, my I, nephew I, did that, I would be like, here, we're going to go out and I'm going to buy you all the anime you want. Yes, definitely. <laughs> I, is it, is I, it sad I, that I've already planned out my nephew's nerddom? We did with, sad. We I mean, did it with as, ours. As... as, as <laughs> It, it, it is your job as uncle to corrupt them at an early age. Yes. No, it's your job. Yes. Absolutely right. Yep. Absolutely. I'll be the Palpatine to his Vader. Lord Vader. Exactly. Rise. Exactly. Rise, Lord Vader. <laughs> That's actually not a bad Palpatine. Oh. Yeah, good good timber in that voice Thank there. you. Yeah. Thank you. I've, I've been trying. All right. Here's cut four. Or is this three? Four. I don't doubt their sincerity. Yes, you do, I, I'm abso I, I absolutely know these children are heartbroken, but I also know they probably do not have the logistical ability Jack, to plan a nationwide rally silly. without it being hijacked by groups that already had the pre-existing yeah, anti-gun agenda. Jack, it's just silly. They're already doing oh, it. They're on buses well, okay, going to the Allison, state legislature today. And, They're 17 years old. And, they can figure this out. But and they, they have the money for the bus, and they're ready to go. I mean, I just have a hard time wow. believing it. God, what an <laughs> That's some real desperation in his voice, just trying to, they don't have money. They don't know what they're doing. They can't do this. This is all a big conspiracy to take our guns away. <laughs> all right, we're going wow. to cut the rest of that and then go to him doubling down. So this is a different, uh, different time um, because I'm not going through the remaining five parts of that. No. One, two, three, four, five, six. Six parts of that. Uh, so, yeah, uh, this one's mercifully shorter. Here is uh, Jack Kingston doubling down. More, more importantly, the Quinnipiac poll says 97% of Americans want stricter background checks. That is what the president is now talking about. I would imagine Governor Scott ta is talking about that with people there in Florida. And I do expect change. Jack, I do want you to address something. On New Day, you said, uh, you suggested that the students who are advocating for gun control have somehow been hijacked by left-wing groups and that there's no way for them to rally nationwide without left-wing help. Well, you know, I have a lot of concern of these kids. You know, I'm father of four, and I've, I've been to many, many high schools all over Georgia talking to children. And, um, you know, I think when they're in an emotional state, and, and they, they deserve to be heard. They deserve to be listened to. And I express that on the show also, that um, I believe they're sincere. This is a horrible tragedy. Their hearts are broken. But also know that the state senator from there is facilitating their bus trip up to um, Tallahassee, which when I was in the General Assembly, by the way, was illegal to do something like that, to, to pay for somebody to lobby. I'm sorry, are you saying it was illegal to, to, to exercise your right to free speech and peaceably assemble? Is that what he basically <clears throat> said? Because I thought this, this whole thing was about preserving rights. See, that's what they, you know, they always talk about that. Oh, we gotta preserve our rights by taking away other people's free speech rights. Right. Yeah. See, your rights are only as good and unless it infringes on their rights, and then you're wrong. So, you know, they, it, 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 you know, it's my right to own a gun. But if you want to talk about me not being able to own a gun, then you shouldn't be able to talk about it because that's illegal. 
and that hurts what? my fee-fees. Yes, it's like... Mommy, oh. I need my diaper changed. The mean liberals are being mean to me again with their facts. Yeah. There's probably some law in the books that says that a uh, politician cannot use government money to ship, for example, let's just say, for example, the... Uh, the, um, the the elderly persons knitting um, association and load a bus up of those people go up and tell politicians that hey you need to uh, zero out the taxes on yarn versus a politician that takes it to children from a high school and says hey field trip you get to come talk to the uh, politicians and learn about how our government works so yeah his his argument is not really gonna hold water not the way I see it what? Are you saying he's oh. so full of shit? His eyes are brown and gushing, gushing shit, nasty liquid <laughs> shit. Uh, yeah. Okay, I just wanted to make sure. Yes. All right. Here is the next uh, cut. The Democrat Party there is doing it, but, oh, but what? Hold on! No, what he did there, Democrat. He can't say Democratic. And we, we remember my rule, if you can't say it right, don't say it at all, you stupid... Rep you, you, I, I was going to say republic... Mm, uh, I, damn it. I got to stop tempting myself to use obscenities. Republican! There. <laughs> the big... The, so and, you think, and I wasn't you think they are being hijacked by left-wing I, I, I think... And, and I was referring to the national rally... It would shock me, and, and I, hope, I hope I'm wrong. I really do hope I'm wrong, but it would oh, shock wrong, me Jack. if 17-year-olds around the country, and, and Lord, I, I agree with you, Van, very articulate, very sincere, but it would shock me if they did a nationwide rally and the pro-gun control left took their hands off. Why does it even matter? Why does it even matter? I mean, if, if, if I'll if, tell no, you no, why it matters. Let me just ask a question. If if there is a group of people who are supportive of what they want to do, what would be wrong with them working with them well, if they have some okay. knowledge about how to get let, their message me, out? That's get, not you, what you're suggesting is somehow they're being used. Like somehow people went in there and told them what to say. I mean, that's not well, the, what's no, happening. Is that, which, by the way, there are these allegations that they're crisis actors, which is just ridiculous. Well. I would never say that and did not say that today. I said their hearts were broken, which they are, and that they are sincere. I said that. Um, but. 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 <laughs> there's always a but, but in there because you're a total ass. These kids are changing the hearts of America and trying to take my guts away. Well, trying to cut my the profits of the people that pay my paycheck. Again, CNN, get your shit get together. Get your shit together! Yeah. Why is this man allowed on your airwaves? He's accusing... Uh, I will say this. They were handling him well. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm telling you. This time is different. This time yeah. is different. And let me tell you something. These kids who are going to walk out of class, I'd say at least half of them are going to be eligible to vote in November. There was some statistic I saw, don't hold me to this, but they said 4 million more voters between now and uh, November. Yeah. <laughs> and, all, you know, and, a, and I would say probably 75 to 80 percent of the people who are going to be marching, of the children who are going to, you know, the, the kids who are going to be marching, are going to be eligible to vote in 2020. Spoiler alert, they're not going to be oh. voting for Schittler. 
2020? Oh, yeah. No, no, no. It's going to be more like 100%. 2020, 100%. When you're talking high school age, you're talking, you know, 15, 16, 17, and that 2020 is three years away. That adds right up, 100%. Are we splitting hairs? High high school (laughs) splitting hairs. Okay. Okay. Anyway, there's, gonna be, there's gonna be a lot of new voters. Let's put yeah, it that way. Yeah. Here we go. Final cut from Jack. Uh, from uh, no, one more. Cu- uh, here we go. I can say this: that as Rahm Emanuel famously said, "Never waste a good crisis." I don't believe that Come the on, pro-gun Jack. control. Jack, they're, they're trying to not okay. Jack, I am Jack, sorry. they're trying to enter yeah. into politics. They're trying to change and, and the, it's a good the thing, debate you know that is a political they're, debate. They're, they're, no, you're you're you've had your say. You cannot criticize high school students engaging in politics or engaging in politics. I'm not criticizing them. I'm saying when you were a young person. And you wanted to change policy. What did you do? Vulnerable, heartbroken kids. Jack, just give me a second. When you were a young person, I assume you became a politician because you wanted to affect change in America, right? You joined the Republican Party. You know, you're attacking these kids for having political allies. First forays was it? Nailed it. Nailed oh, that they, guy. They nail yes. his ass to the wall. All right, we're going to just forget about that last clip. we got to get going. Um, oh, oh, by the way, aside from uh, four new bumps, I also whipped up a new break thing. So I took the... The show starts in X minutes and uh, put it over some new music. So we'll see how that works oh. out. We can always go back to the old one if this doesn't work out, but I decided... Uh, you know, uh, let's try it. Uh, so we'll be right back after this on, uh, hopefully with Wes Karskadden. Wes, if you're listening, hurry up and get home, goddammit. We need you. Mr. Gun Expert. <laughs> All right, we'll be right back after this. You're listening to Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. That's the end of Act One. Intermission time. Go get some snacks! Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert at Indie Media Weekly Radio. Attention, people of Earth. What's going Attention, on there? people of Earth. Do not be alarmed. Stand by for an important message. Stand by for an important message. And now, Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebers. Oh, please let it be fantastic. Of course. Yes, yes, yes. It's rather good, isn't it? Hey, I'm just enjoying the show. Inconceivable. I can't take it anymore. There's no need for that attitude. Don't make me go to the larder and unseal a tin whoop ass. We came, we saw, we kicked it ass. How freaking cool is that shit? Right. I reject your reality and substitute my own. Nice, right? I learned that one from you, guy. Bang it out. <laughs> we are going live. Yeah. Feel free to hang around for a while. Oh, God, this makes me happy. And we are back for our number two here on Mike Check Radio with Adam Ebert. Join me, as always, out of the great city of Port St. Lucie, Florida, 
the rogue DM Dungeon Master, Michelle Lagan. Yep, that's me. I like the music. It was fun. Yeah, well, yeah I was about to say, what did you think of my maddest madness yet? Yes, it's, it's cool. I enjoyed it. That was from uh, Overclocked Remix, and it's a, re uh, it's a remix of uh, a piece from Donkey Kong Country. I don't recognize it because it's been like 30 years, Miles Lagana out of Port St. Lucie, Florida, since I played Donkey Kong Country. I liked it. Catchy, happy, you know, very new. I liked it. I, I, I did. Very good. Um, anyway, I know what you guys aren't going to like. Uh-oh. Oh. oh. Uh, Lay it on us. Someone let Dana Loesch out of her cage. Oh, gosh. Oh. But we're going to start with a with the Broward County Sheriff kicking her ass. Oh yes, I heard this. This is great. And, and I you know, I, I watched parts of that, that town hall and just that look of anger and hate on her face, that woman is pure evil. Satan yeah, she's you know, Satan's like, damn woman, you're evil. Yeah, she's she's got she's definitely lacking something and you know in She's it, lacking it, a soul. Her, I think she's a I think she's a homunculus. She's like the, the lost eighth homunculus. You know the one that even the other homunculi hated. No. You haven't watched Full Metal Alchemist, have you? Oh, that's that wrestling show. <laughs> <laughs> huh? No, right now Star Trek Death Discovery has our eye. Um, Michelle kind of I don't know. Did you I guys know, finish you... Fate Zero yet? Yeah. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. You're welcome. You're, yeah. <laughs> we'll talk about that. So what week. you need what you need to do, Adam, is talk to my secretary and tell her you need to watch Full Metal Alchemist with, you know, Miles. We'll, we'll get to it one of these days, darling. We'll get to uh, it. Uh, okay. Uh, well, I think now we have a topic for Nerd Talk. We'll talk about the we'll talk about Fate, Fate Zero. Zero. Yeah. Woo. Good anime series. Spoil Very good. Spoilers. Yes. Um there will be spoilers. But anyway, here's uh here's uh the Broward County Sheriff just again eviscerating Dana Loesch. And it is it is Oh, well, I had the perfect reaction out this. Here we go. I think I'm gonna, I'm just gonna interrupt you real quick and remind you that the question system. is actually, do you believe it should be harder to obtain these semi-automatic weapons and modifications to make them fully automatic, such as bump stocks? Well, I think the ATF is deciding about bump stocks right now. The president ordered the, the, the DOJ to look into it. I'm asking your opinion as a representative of the NRA. That's what the NRA's position has been. The name? NRA came, What's I'm yours? talking for them. These are the five million members that I'm here representing. That is what that group's position has been on that. So that answers your question. And they spoke about that before the president made a move, and they spoke about that before Attorney General Jeff Sessions made an announcement about that too. So that answers your, your, your question with that. Just interject for a second though, and, and I understand you're standing up for the NRA, and I understand that's what you're supposed to do. But you just told this group of people that you are standing up for them. You're not standing up for them until you say, I want less weapons. <laughs> These people... 
Yeah. And, and this what is my. What are you gonna say to that? That was beautiful. That's oh, what I say. My... Oh, he that... laid her out, and oh, they yes. cheered. Yes. They cheered so loud no. she couldn't come back. Oh yeah. Did you hear? She was she was lying about them, saying they were threatening her and wanted to burn her. And uh, one of the kids released video from her phone, you know, posted video from her phone that just shows them yelling shame at you at her. Cool. Yes. Yeah, she got caught in a lie. And like you guys know, I said it before, that when your enemy and Dana Loesch is my enemy. She is my enemy. To be defeated, destroyed by any means necessary. But when you have your enemy by the balls... You don't let him go. You squeeze. Yeah, she was definitely in a bad place there. I mean, oh yeah, and you I, just am, look I understand you. that as a shill for the NRA, you want. I'll, I'll say this: given the the horrible position that they're in, she's better spoken than that Jack Kingston Jack. I mean, oh yeah, she she sounds a little more reasonable. She sounds a little more well polished of a, of a talker. But she's in a horrible position that's really indefensible. And watching her flounder was just priceless. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, so here she is on CNN. And I kind of shaved this down a bit because it was like nine minutes. Like, I'm not doing nine minutes of this, this. Nor should you. You know thing um who is in mm. fact crazier than a crap fight in a monkey house you are crazier than a crap fight in a monkey house um mm-hmm. so here she is just digging deeper and I, you know what i will say this at first i was surprised that she didn't you know you know during this interview that she didn't try to claim what she did on twitter you know about the kid the students threatening her and making her feel unsafe but then i realized you know why she didn't do that because she knew CNN had footage that would prove her horribly wrong. That they had footage that would prove her to be a liar. So she wasn't going to take the risk. And I will say, at least she's smart enough for that. Yeah. All right, yeah, here's her. Many in legacy media love mass shootings. You guys love it. Now, I'm not saying that you love the tragedy. But I am saying that you love the ratings. Crying white mothers are ratings gold to you and many in the legacy media in the back. All right, here to discuss that and more is Dana Lash, the NRA's national spokesperson. Dana, before we start, I just do want to once again tell you how much we all appreciated you coming to the CNN town hall. We know you didn't have to do that. And we just appreciate you accepting that invitation and being there for that really important conversation. Well, Allison, thank you for having me this morning. And you know, I went to that. I, I went. I knew it wasn't going to be easy, and I, I went because I, I wanted to offer solutions. <laughs> yeah. Well, you did. No. Um, <laughs> You know, and, you are a propagandist. And and, and why is you know I get that they're they're ha- you know I'm telling you this that after what she said at at, at CPAC, I think Dan Lowe should be blacklisted from CNN after this. I really do. Again, yeah, CNN, 
Get your shit together. Get your shit together! Yeah. You know, this woman just called you a monster who who let, who enjoys, you know, she says, you know, I'm not saying you love it, but I'm saying you love it. <laughs> yeah, that dump, dump her ass. Seriously. It's, it, it's like, oh, hold on, something's going on. I don't, <clears throat> it would be like if I said, I'm not saying Dana Loesch is a soulless monstrosity posing as a human being, but I'm totally saying she's a soulless monstrosity posing as a human being. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Which is yeah, true. She, uh, she is a soulless monstrosity posing as a human being. She's like the thing, Michelle. Uh, she, only, she, yeah. only imitate, she only imitates human behavior. She's not actually human herself. Right, right. The thing is, when she said she went she went there only so she could offer alternatives and stuff like that. No, she went because she gets a paycheck. Yeah. She gets a paycheck to spew her garbage about guns being the way of life that America should always embrace, no matter what the type of gun, how many it can kill, and how it kills. Yeah. You know, I would, you know, if CNN wants to have her on, they should have her on in a split screen. And on that split screen, they should show the autopsy pictures and the MRIs of these Ooh. children that were torn apart by these bullets. And what that does to the human body, making it into so much hamburger meat internally that you can't survive these damn injuries. She should have to share a screen with that crap. And then maybe it would get... Maybe it would get pounded home because these kids were shredded. Yes. They and were we butchered. shouldn't allow that. No, we shouldn't. Absolutely not. And it's like John Fugelsing says, the, the fact that the FCC won't let us call Wayne LaPierre a godless American Satan's butt plug of a footwick on broadcast TV proves we already accept some limits on our constitutional rights. Mm-hmm. No doubt. Oh, I love John... John Fuller I'll, saying about... Kari Payton, my two man crushes right now. <laughs> uh, 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 what my thoughts on Dana Loesch are one, I again gender neutral. So instead of using the word, I'm going to go with a word that's in the definition, uh -huh. and that is venal. V e n a l. That's Love a... this word. I didn't uh -huh. know it existed. And I'm like, wow, I love this word. And I'm going to start using it a lot. She is venal. Would and, you like the what, definition? Yes, I was about to ask for the definition. She's good. Capable of being bought or obtained for money or other valuable consideration. I love like this word. Especially open to corrupt influence and especially bribery. Mercenary. A venal legislator. Although in her case, she's she's not so much the legislator as a propagandist. A uh, she's the person that you know is uh, effectively bought to tell the NRA's story, to tell their you know propaganda. Yeah. All right. Uh, here's cut two. You say many in the media love mass shootings. You guys love it. You love the ratings. Crying white mothers are ratings gold to you. So, Dana, why would you say, why would you make a statement like that? Because it's true. You Allison, think we love many, mass all. shootings? Well, I said many. I yeah. said many, not all. But I do Who? think that the way that the network shootings? and I do think that the way that 
I do think that many in the media do because they like the ratings aspect of it. No. And that's true because it's wall-to-wall -wall coverage. They put the murderer's face up on, on loop no. on, on televisions all across America more than they discuss even the victims or survivors. Hey, listen. Yeah, I mean, again, she's not having Dana's bullshit. <clears throat> yeah, it was basically an attack of, you know, oh, you're... It was an attack of the messenger. She doesn't want the media to deliver the message about, look how effed up our society is, because these people that are telling you this story are trying to influence you with stories of crying white mothers. So it's basically a stop paying attention to the messenger because they have ulterior motives, even though, yeah, it, it's a desperate, it's a desperate tactic, really. But I, I like, I like to see their desperation. Oh I yeah. Mean, it really makes them look horrible. It smells really so does. good. Oh, it does, doesn't it? Yeah. Very schadenfreude. <laughs> yeah. All right, here's cut, uh, cut three. Um, but Dana, it's just, it's just malicious, actually, that you would say that. I don't know anybody in the media who likes mass shootings. You're wrong on every single level. We pray that there's never another one. And the idea of them being I, I ratings go, hold do. on, Dana, but let Allison, me answer I this. To I have to, here. You just made a malicious statement, and I have to respond. Guess what? They're not ratings gold because Americans have reached saturation level. They're so sick of it. It's so heartbreaking that they actually often turn away and we still I, I have the conversation though, trying to find You're saying solutions. that though it's malicious. Yes, it is malicious. You are it deliberately is. lying about CNN and other news organizations. And yes. I will say this, a thought occurred to me about all these people who are saying that these kids are paid crisis actors. You know, you guys remember what last year uh, Gawker got sued out of existence by P uh, by Hulk Hogan with help from Peter Thiel because Peter Thiel does not like free speech or free press. And you got to remember that suit should never come to being because it was entirely financed for the purpose of suppressing a free press. It was, you know, you know, Hulk Hogan was just the patsy, the bagman. You know. Um, but, you know, uh, I'd like some, some kind lawyer to, to go to these kids and offer to represent them in court uh, pro bono uh, in a, in a uh, libel and, and or um, slander lawsuit. Mm. Because I'd say, you know, it's, you know, it's in print and it's in, you know, it's been spoken verbally, so it's both. There are specific teenagers out there that have been targeted. They they could uh, yeah. they could file. I think I, if, I don't know Hulk, about a generic seventeen year old and if Hulk Hogan can sue state. Gawker out of existence just because Peter Thiel doesn't like what Gawker was was reporting about, then these kids should have the right to be heard in court. Yeah, yeah. All right. Here's uh here's cut four. It but let, you, you're saying that it's malicious, but yet on your network, you've allowed accusations against me and millions of law-abiding Americans as, and to be indicted as child murderers. I've watched you, Allison, We've on never your said program that, Dana. at this very time slot. We've and you've, never you've said allowed that, that you were to stand a child uncorrected murderer. on your Listen, network. You you've allowed use it to all stand uncorrected on your language. network. That's if you not want to true, have a discussion Dana. of maliciousness. It's not true. But I don't want to get We've here, Allison, never though, called to go back and forth with It is true. We have to be fact-based. No, you've allowed the accusations to stand, Allison. Please. 
please follow what I'm saying. You I allow don't the believe you. To stand. I don't You've believe you. And I, I don't You've believe you. You've done nothing you. to but correct listen, that. Dana, the, and that is malicious. And there's malicious know. coverage by the network. Dana, you but know. Allison, hold on. Let me get into it. You can, can I, I will make my statement and then you can respond. I just love how she's she's handling this. And that's the only reason why I really kept that in. Because she she's holding Dana Loesch's feet to the fire. It was a nicely done way. At some point, I mean, when you are straight up telling the person that didn't happen, this, that, da, 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 you are saying everything except you're a liar. <laughs> that is, I mean, when you read between the lines there, she is telling Dana Loesch, you are lying. <laughs> that is, I mean, and, and, and she keeps pushing the story. But, man, that was, that was, not, it's really good to see, uh, you know, our, our media starting to grow a spine against the, these uh, these shills and uh, propagandists and, and lobbyists. It's really nice to see that that they can see the shift in this country that is taking such a hold that they are now going after the shills and not backing down when these shills keep doubling down, pressing on. These these the media is now going no you're you no that didn't happen no it's all instead of just saying we have to leave it there you know <laughs> oh this is really fun to watch like I said this time is different it sure is and the NRA is handling it like nothing's different it is all right here's cut five we're open to all suggestions great suggestion there's lots of blame to go around but. I think you have to take some responsibility that when you go to CPAC and you gin them up against the media by claiming that we love mass shootings and kids Allison, being killed, you need that. to take some responsibility that that's not a helpful that. conversation. Well, you guys should probably maybe perhaps take some responsibility in the handling and coverage of the matter. And don't allow accusations against millions of Americans as child murderers to stand you know that, on listen, your network. Dana, that you, you know that that's not true. It's not millions true. Of innocent we Americans don't use that kind of language. But we you know just... who did? My, my job, I, I'm not in the FBI and I'm not in law enforcement, uh -huh. but I'm going to tell you, Allison, it, someone's going to look like a school shooter if they tell publicly on social media people that they're going to shoot up a school. If they send their classmates messages that they're going to kill them, that right? they're going to shoot yes, them, we've been that talking they're going to make them bleed. Under, did you know that under Florida state this. law, that's a felony? And that that individual could have been taken into custody I, right then and there? I get why it. Why wasn't that done? We are talking about no one, all of this. Why did no one ask the sheriff of Broward County that? Why don't you ask the sheriff back? Shut the fuck up. Desperate. Wow. That was a total change of topic. Mm-hmm. She's that. Yeah. She's what desperate. about, what about, what about, what about, what about? Okay. Yeah. That's total, total, you know, pointing finger over here. Stop looking at me and talking about the shit I said. What about this over here? Big boy. Okay. All right, here's, here's the next cut. I, I think that it's just, it, it, it does get upsetting and unsettling when we see you at the town hall and you're expressing sympathy with the kids and you're talking uh, from a position yes. of being a mom. Of course. And then the next day we hear you saying that we like mass shootings. So let's just remind people here. Because was, these are two separate issues. I am frustrated with the media, and I'm frustrated with how some at your network have handled this.
But Dana, you need to either give exact examples without hyperbole. Or you I need just to did. stop saying you allowed, things You have like allowed that. repeatedly on your not. program, Allison, no, and you can go back and look at the footage. Dana, I saw it no true. less than two days it's ago, no fewer than two and days ago. It's not You've true. allowed and accusations you know that, that NRA members are somehow complicit in this. You've allowed those accusa okay. accusations okay, to listen. stand on your network. NRA These are parents, too, hey, Allison. Hold and they on. You have to let me get a word in. See, and this is what Dana Loesch is trying to do. She's just basically reaching into her diaper and flinging shit against the wall to see what sticks. And Allison Camerota is just, no. No. At some point, you've got to be able to shut their, their microphone off when they do that filibuster. That was a filibuster. Yeah, That, that was I mean, her just talking you know, and talking and talking like I'm doing now to keep you from talking. <laughs> yeah, if that were a Bill O'Reilly show, their mic would have been cut. If that were liberal on Bill O'Reilly's old show. Oh, wait, Bill O'Reilly doesn't have a show. How could I forget? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm just getting so it, forgetful, my old age, Michelle. Yeah, it. Well, it, it's her job, and she does it very well. Even though I do not care for the individual, to take uh, the rage and take the, the the anger and stuff that's being directed, and keep it away from the NRA's board and their corporate masters. So she uses the words like you are blaming, you know, millions of NRA members for wanting to murder children or, or stuff like that. She's using that to keep the blame away from the NRA people who are actually responsible for it. And that's not the average member. It is the board and the gun manufacturers that pay their salaries. Yeah. I... And it sucks. She's a horrible human being for doing it, but she does her job very well. That's the only yeah. thing good I can say about her, yeah. other than she's probably not a cannibal. There's <laughs> another good thing I can say about her. She's probably not a cannibal. But if she were so. a cannibal, she would definitely not be a fine young cannibal. Mm. Oh, heck no. no. All right, here's the last cut from this. The NRA does bear some responsibility in terms of this solution they do need to come to no, the table we absolutely do not of course you do We're parents the idea too. and we Dana, want the, we want to be able to make sure that our do. kids are also you have safe. a stake in this and you have to come up with solutions and you can say it's not our responsibility to i have just to look into one to you. i have many more fantastic you but you're also saying that you don't you know it's so interesting that you guys want to talk about all sorts of things you talk about the mistakes at the fbi you're happy to talk about mental health but yes. when it comes to gun violence you yes. don't want to talk about guns. We always do, in fact. I mean, we have Eddie Eagle programs. We have the School Shield program, wherein schools have been encouraged to adopt. St All right, we're done. Your indoctrination programs don't count. Oof. Eddie well, the Eagle. You know, it's it's uh, propaganda uh, peddled to kindergartners. Uh, 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 this is about as good a compliment as I can give um, Dana Loesch. She's better at what she does than Sarah Huckabee Sanders is at <laughs> what she you, does. I'll give you that. That's about as nice a thing as I can say. <laughs> Which is about as backhanded a compliment as I can I can think of. <laughs> Hmm. It helps being pure. Time evil. for break. Yeah, it's time for break. Uh, well, it, you know. it helps that she's oh, yeah. pure. You know, it and, helps that she's pure evil. And venal. Venal. 
That's the word of the day, kids. Write it down. Word of the day! There will be a quiz at the end of the program. And and I just want to stress, venal, not venial as in, you know... Uh, anyway. Uh, so yeah, we're going to go to break. And... Uh, We have a little bit. We have some from uh, Fucker. I mean Tucker Carlson. Mm -hmm. I, I hate that man so much. I hate him. Uh, does he is he does he flounder or is he dishing it out? Oh, he's dishing it out. But you notice they can only do that when they're not. You know when they're. You know, he's basically monologuing. He didn't oh, watch that. The, he didn't watch yeah. the Incredibles. He would know no monologuing. No capes, no monologuing. <laughs> no capes! No capes. <laughs> I'm so excited for the sequel. This trailer looked good. I'm very excited. So, alright, we're gonna go, uh, go to break, and uh, hopefully Wes Carscan will be with us. Uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, Mr. Gun Expert. We'll be right back after this. You're listening to Mike Check Radio with Adam Heber. He's antisocial, thinks he's evil, can evil, and hardly speaks. Yeah. Mike Check Radio with Adam Heber on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Facing it's running I fall high more lunch Just to get me to do it But the gin and the moose Got a vein running through it What the hell I'm a short little crap My toupee is all greasy Don't mind working hard If I'm taking it easy Can't take my eye off That blind at the table No upper lip But she's willing and able What the hell Y'all surrounded now, dogged and hounded now Maybe you will wait for cash Y'all attention span ain't no business plan For 35 fat guys and one more stash
Mom is grinding a wedge in my phallus. They're ready to deal when we set down in Dallas. The software is ready to make them believers. Behaving and raving like golden retrievers. 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 You're surrounded now, dog and hounded now. Maybe you're waiting for cash. Your attention span ain't no business plan. For 35 fat guys and one mustache Surrounding now, dogging, hounding now Maybe you were waiting for cash Your attention span ain't no business plan For 35 fat guys and one mustache This is Janet Lee from Southern Progressive Revival. Just sitting on my porch, listen to Indie Media Weekly. IndieMediaWeekly.com. Extraterrestrial Radio. All the power without the tower. Join us. We're leaving the light on. Get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. Listen to Paul's Memory Bank live every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. Your DJ, Paul, will serve up a mix of classic rock, pop, and novelty music all tied together with a weekly theme. That's Paul's Memory Bank every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern exclusively on Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Well, hello there. This is Kenny Pick. Thanks for listening to Indie Media Weekly. Be sure to check out my show, Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, live every Tuesday and Friday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. For those who dare. Stay with me and experience the glory of Plaid Sundays, two gigantic hours of grunge running from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. Eastern, here on Indie Media Weekly. Whether it's the distorted guitars or the emotive lyricism, few can deny the lasting influence of a genre that dressed down a generation. So turn it on and get inspired. It works for me, and I know that I'm not the only one. Plaid Sundays, only on Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial Radio. All the power without the tower. Ciao. You're listening to Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. Try to imagine all life as you know it stopping instantaneously and every molecule in your body exploding at the speed of light. Total protonic reversal. Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert at Indie Media Weekly Radio. All right, and we are back, 
and join me as always out of the great city of Port St. Lucie, Florida, the GM Galaxy Master Miles Lagan. Yes, hello, and looking forward to our new bed. Oh, you got yourself a new bed? It'll arrive in two weeks. That long? It's a sleep number. Well, that set you back by. Oh. <clears throat> more than you more need than... to know. I'm just, I, 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 no. It's okay. I'm no, assuming, I, I, the, I'll tell you. The answer is more than a little, less than a lot. <laughs> yeah. You, did you hear the answer? No. Five K. <laughs> I wish I had that for a bet. <laughs> But I'm told it's worth it for a sleep. I'm told sleep numbers are very high quality beds. It, we we went to the showroom and wow, yeah, I could hear Michelle just saying, "Get this now, get, <laughs> yes. get this now." Yeah. Expenditure approved stamp. Yeah, basically, yeah, exactly, yeah. All right, uh, so let's get back to it. We're gonna go a little bit of like I said, since Kenny's not here, we could do a little bit more political talk. Uh, <laughs> And uh, so what are you guys thinking of these new bumps I made? Uh, th that one was Duo Maxwell from Gundam Wing talking about the main character, Hiro Yui. I'm sure Miles I... wishes I were antisocial and never spoke. <laughs> I'm enjoying the new stuff. It's nice to change it up a little. I'm sure it was very interesting if I had my headphones on to listen to it. I, I, I absolutely approve of whatever it was you played. Miles, Miles. Get your shit together. Get your shit together! <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get to uh, fucker. I mean, I keep making that mistake. I oh. blame Miles. I blame Miles. Yes, I accept the blame. All right, here you go, fucker. Ah, Tucker Carlson. Hi, Dad. I'm totally doing it on purpose, just blaming Miles. <laughs> you feel for those kids and their families. It seems likely as a political matter that some form of gun control may be coming. The White House has signaled support for stricter background checks and a federal ban on bump stocks. But that's not even close to what many on the left are demanding. You saw some of those demands today at widely televised gun control rallies in Florida. Some of those in attendance were kids from Stoneham Douglas High School in Parkland. And that should not be surprising. It's understandable. People become political activists all the time in response to tragedies. That's their right. Nobody ought to attack them for it. We're certainly not attacking them. We never would. We assume they have the best motives. Most of us have the best motives. Almost everybody's against school shootings. The question is, what do you do about them? Now, if you watch a lot of cable no news, you know that the answer is simple. You simply stop taking money from the NRA and you do something about guns. Not anything specific, just something. But first, you have to defeat the evil conservatives who love school massacres. Once you do that, the violence will go away like magic. Fuck you. Mm. Fuck you, you worthless lying sack of shit. Yeah, that was a definite, he's trying to say, oh, they're, <sighs> stop taking NRA money. Yeah, no, it, it's, it's, it's about the money. It is he's, about he's the money. Argue, he's, making, he's arguing from, you know, just trying to make Democrats and liberals look unreasonable. Well, you know, stop taking NRA money, Tucker. <laughs> That's really everyone, what it boils everyone down to. Knows, everyone knows Tuck, Fucker's got his pockets lined with NRA blood money. Uh, stop taking the money, Tucker. Maybe you'll actually 
you know, start to think straight. I just I doubt would it. imply he that would man, he that was man capable of thinking. That man was not born with a functional brain. Right, here's he's, cut he's, two. Go ahead. And so the demagogues on the other channels are telling you they use the traumatized children of Parkland as a human shield. Ask them what they're calling for. Ask them to describe these policies that will supposedly fix everything. And these childless news anchors screech that you're attacking the children. It's funny, every January, thousands of other children come to Washington for the March on Life. Like the kids from Parkland, they're against killing. Some of them have had abortions. A few of them have survived abortions. Do the media hold these kids up as the last word on the subject? Do they attack anyone who questions them? Please. A lot of news outlets don't even bother to cover that march at all. All kids at any march, just like all Americans, have a right to talk and to do so in public, to give their opinions anywhere, including on television. Unlike many on the left, we support that right unequivocally in every case. Uh, no, you don't. <laughs> I want to go back to what he said about how we have no specific plan. Here's a specific plan for you, Tucker. Just do what they did in Australia. Done. Yeah. Just do what they did. Here's my That's plan. It. That's Here's simple. my plan. Go to my go to my dirty laundry basket, pull out a nasty, dirty sock, and shove it in fucker's mouth. That's a plan. You do that to your sock. I te oh, I tease. Yeah, that that poor sock. Yeah. <laughs> Socks matter. <laughs> I tease. All right. Yeah, this guy. Wow. Well, total shill. No, no doubt. All right, and. Uh, here are the Stoneman, some survivors of Stoneman Douglas talking about the uh, right-wing canard about uh, video games. Listen. We want to ensure that when we see warning signs, we act quickly. I'm hearing more and more people say the level of violence on video games is really shaping young people's thoughts. And then you go the further step, and that's the movies. We have to harden our schools, not soften them up. A gun-free zone to a killer or somebody that wants to be a killer, that's like going in for the ice cream. That's like, here I am, take me. These people are cowards. They're not going to walk into a school if 20% of the teachers have guns. It may be 10% or maybe 40%. And what I'd recommend doing is the people that do carry, we give them a bonus. And I'm the biggest believer of the Second Amendment that there is, okay? I am the biggest. But I'll tell you what, I spoke with the NRA, the top people, and I spoke, and they gave me tremendous support. I spoke to them, and they're ready to do things. They want to do things. You know, they're good people. They're patriots. They love this country. But the NRA is ready to do things. And, you know, people like to uh, blame them, and they do have power and all of that, but they want to do things. Okay. Mm. Let's start with my only, uh, you know, all that crap he just spoke, but I just want to focus on one thing, and, and you guys can go from there. And he's talking about soft targets, and we don't need schools being soft targets. I'm like, all right, so you and the NRA that bought you with their campaign contributions should make the next NRA convention not a soft target because guns are not allowed at the NRA convention. Yeah. You need to allow guns aren't your allowed members at CPAC. to bring exactly. 
you can put it there, there too. Don't make CPAC a soft target like a school. You need to make the NRA convention and CPAC both harder targets. You need to allow open carry in both of those environments to encourage, to set an example to the rest of us in America. What a safe and awesome thing that would be. Yeah. Done. Uh, yeah. Here's the thing is that they're basically saying that gun-free zones are good enough for them, but not for my nephew. Yep. Yeah, um, double standard 101. Yeah. And a friend of mine was just bragging that he renewed his NRA membership. Hope you like your blood membership, Brad. Oh, Brad is a uh, NRA guy? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I think um, it's a waste of money. I, I think the NRA I, is about to go bye-bye. I, think, I honestly what? think we're going to take down the NRA this time. Well, you know what? Well, with all those companies that he'll be able to get discounts for, oh, wait. <laughs> I, should, uh, I should say that. Should say, enjoy those new, enjoy those dis- Oh, no, no, what I should do is go through, like, each company. Enjoy your discount, FedEx. Oh, right. Uh, Hertz. Oh, shit. <laughs> Delta. You know, just go through one, one, one after another. I want to break uh, these people. I want to break these people. I like just watching them suffer, and uh, you can see the suffering in Dana Loesch. You can see the suffering, and uh, you can see them scrambling. They are when the companies are starting to abandon them. That's that's yeah. not insignificant. That's what that's I'm a saying. hell of a that's like worm sign. The worm is coming for you. It's yeah. coming. This time, uh, this like I said, this time is different, Michelle. I think people have finally said, you know what, uh, enough is enough. And again, I renew my call for Democrats to add a plank declaring the NRA a terror group, a domestic terror group, and to pursue legislation to, to make that official. Um, I wouldn't, I, I can't see them going that far, but I can, you know, I just really do hope this momentum keeps going because we have a very short-term memory, and even dead children end up fading, and people just go on to other things. And it shouldn't happen this time, but well, I am a little worried about that. Um, I'd like to see, you know, assault weapons, you know, weapons that were designed for the military not be available for purchase. Um, I'd like to see... Uh, uh, clip sizes limited, um, bump stocks done away with, uh, people don't need suppressors or silencers, things like that, but I- I'm, I'm really scared it's not going to happen, and we're just going to keep seeing these tragedies, you know, month after month, and I don't, I don't know if my, uh, if I can handle that anymore, you know? <laughs> No, yeah, I, I, I know. Sorry. No, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, but the fact of the matter is that it, it's time for change. No, it's it's well past time. It's just, I agree. Uh, American Americans um, finally are starting to you know say okay, this is enough. You know when 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 all these other places that got hit, nobody had the the gumption to get together and protest. But these high school students are nailing it. God, is this awesome to see? 
They are organizing. The social media is going crazy. It's awesome to see. Parents of the kids in Sandy Hook got together and and tried to organize. They but tried. Our short attention span, you know. Yep. We 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 lost that. Yep. And they're still out there, and they're supporting these these kids, these teenagers. Uh, they, as they should. I mean, we we need you know we, we just need to get this movement bigger and bigger. Here's what I like about this particular shooting: the shooter's still alive. And so that is a face that you can direct hatred towards. That is a person that has a birthday that will still be celebrating that birthday, yeah. that can be brought up in the news and going, hey, look, all these other people are dead. This guy still has a birthday to celebrate. Yeah. Remember him? And it's 17... getting brought up in the people's in the American people's minds. Go ahead. Those 17 kids who were murdered no longer have any rights to protect. And yet you expect us to drop everything so you can have guns. Fuck off. So, yeah, I'm not... That's one of the things. You know, keeping the story in the minds of the American people and just continuously keep it front and center. You know, the, the Sandy Hook thing should have continued... It didn't, you know. They, they, it, I, I, I couldn't tell you exactly what the problem was, um, you know. I think it had to do. I think it's just because these kids in the high schools are are getting together and protesting. When a thousand kids get out and abandon school, and just start walking the streets, and the cameras start following them, that's a story that people start talking about. Versus in Sandy Hook, it was just like, oh, what a shame. Oh, they just buried the kids. Oh, they, you know, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But it's it's done and gone versus these protests keep happening. And the more these pro oh, can you imagine? Right. I don't want this to happen. Can you imagine if another shooting happened, say, in October, just before the election? <laughs> Talk about an October surprise. Yeah. Man, I, I don't want it to happen. I don't, but I'm just talking about, you think, you think Dana Loesch and this Jack King, Jack, whatever his name is, and uh, uh, Ray uh, uh, Lapierre ha are having a, a, a tough time now. Oh, oh my God! The, the I can't. our representative. Hold on, hold the boat. Oh Brian, God! Brian Mast, our representative in Congress, has changed his position. I don't know how far. I don't know exactly, but he is stepping away from the NRA on certain issues so it, it's a it's telling and this guy's a republican i know i want him gone more than i want the crap off my bottom of my shoe but this is this is just it's telling when you can see the fracturing of oh, the yeah. gop of the right wing when they're like Ugh, i just can't hold this position anymore when they're getting hammered in town halls when they have people coming to visit them in their offices and just either crying or yelling or whatever, it's starting to take a toll. And it's it's a really wonderful thing to finally see. I mean, it's sad that we had to pay this much blood of our youth to get here, but done ranting. Okay, well, uh, we're going to... Wes, come on. Uh, we're going to go to break. You want me to keep ranting? Uh, I think we'll just go to break a little early. Okay. And then we'll come back. We'll talk about Fate Zero, and well, I think we'll start with the Colonel Campbell stuff because that's funny. I'm wondering if he did more. Has he said? Oh, 
I want to hear that so bad. Yes. Oh, you're gonna, yes. Snake. I want to hear it again. <laughs> Snake! That's actually not a bad Colonel Campbell. I'm gonna, that's another voice I have to I have to start refining now that I know I can do it. I got to work on my Palpatine and my Colonel Campbell. Uh, so we'll see what cool. happens with it, you know. We'll, we'll see what happens with that. Uh, so yeah, uh, we're gonna go to break and we come back. Uh, we'll, uh, you know, uh, 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 oh, and, uh, a very important birthday. So we'll be right back, uh, after this for the final hour of Mike Check Radio. <laughs> You're listening to Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. You got such a gloomy personality. Why don't you just give up and stop pretending to be human? Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Attention, people of Earth. What's going Attention, on there? people of Earth. Do not be alarmed. Stand by for an important message. Stand by for an important message. And now, Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. Oh, please let it be fantastic. Of course. Yes, yes, yes. It's rather good, isn't it? Hey, I'm just enjoying the show. Inconceivable! I can't take it anymore! There's no need for that attitude. Don't make me go to the larder and unseal a tin of whoop ass. We came, we saw, we kicked it ass. How freaking cool is that shit? Right, Scott! I reject your reality and substitute my own. Nice, right? I learned that one from you, guy. Bang it out. <laughs> we are going live. Yeah. Feel free to hang around for a while. Oh. God, this makes me happy. And I think we're back. Let's see. ILOs are good. We're back! <laughs> uh, Join me as always, uh, the great city of Port St. Lucie, Florida, the rogue DM Dungeon Master Michelle Lagan. Hi, I'm here. If you hear an odd noise every now and then coming from my mic, it's because the kitten is playing with his little turbo ball, and he's just going at it, and I can't stop him. Oh, so <laughs> it's, I, I, I'm not the, I'm not evil enough to say stop, kitty. All right. Uh, anyway, uh, where was I? Also joining us from uh, Port St. Lucie, Florida, the GM Galaxy Master, uh, Miles Lagan. Uh, yes, hello. It, it's a little after 9 o'clock. Uh, shall we uh, start a late break? What? We just we got go on back break? from break. I'm just trying to kill time, man. I'm just trying to kill time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, I get it. That's fine. I wasn't paying. Yeah, anyway. All right. <laughs> so, first of all... I see Wes is supposed to be home, so he needs to hurry up and get his ass online. Oh. <laughs> but second of all, uh, tomorrow is my younger sister Carrie's uh, 
a birthday. So happy, oh, happy birthday, birthday, Carrie. Thank you, her. Yay! Give Kai a hug and a kiss for me. And uh, many She's happy... the one we're going to meet in September? Yes. Excellent. Yes. All right. So I promised some uh, some shenanigans. So let's get to some shenanigans. I'm good for my word. So last I'm week we had, we had those uh, indictments where, you know, uh, we, we talked about those. Now, yes. ha- ha- have either of you two played any of the Metal Gear Solid games? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, so you, I, 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 a little. So you know who, you know who Colonel Campbell is? I kind of, that, that, that's the part, when you say these names like Colonel Campbell, that involves like plot and story, right? Yeah, kind <laughs> yes. of. Okay, because I basically just went with the story. I just went with the game and shot things. Oh, uh, I mean that's up. that's okay too, I guess. But the other part involves reading and listening and thinking. I anyway. So. Danger, all dangerous pastimes. I, I know. I... All right. So here is uh, Paul Ilding. I think I'm Elding, Ilding, I don't know, I'm not sure how to pronounce it. Um, AKA Colonel Roy Campbell, reading section reading a se- he's supposed to be doing more of these. And this is the I new wanna... this is the new Mark Hamill reads Trump tweets as the Joker thing. Oh yeah. Or Billy or West. Or like Andy reads, Circus. Yeah. Or or uh Billy West reads Trump tweets as Zat Brannigan for me. I wonder if Billy West has yeah. done any of those recently. I know Mark hasn't done. Many I didn't know of... he did them at all. Really? Oh he yeah. Did that Brannigan Trump. Oh yeah. Beautiful. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. That'd be amazing. Oh, he yeah, he's been. He also did. Um. <laughs> um. You know, you know the doctor who wrote that obviously fake letter about Trump's health. Yeah, yeah. Um. He also did that doctor as uh, Zoidberg. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so you don't want to hear Colonel Roy Campbell reading parts oh, of the... I do. Okay. <laughs> I was just playing anyway. I know you, I know, I know you do. I know you want them just dangling. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like a cat, you know, playing with a mouse right now. All right. Um, so here we go. The, the we... Andy Circus one with uh, him reading it as Gollum was great yes. as well. And that reminds me, I saw Black Panther Monday. I enjoyed it. Oh, oh, it was an excellent film. My only issue... Does anyone care? I mean, I, I, it's kind of spoilery, but not really, since we all know what happens to Marvel movie villains generally. I question, oh, the, wisdom, yeah. I question the wisdom of killing two of Black Panther's most iconic villains in one movie. Because, oh. I mean, oh. his two biggest villains are Killmonger and Claw. Well, um, I'll say this. I'm not saying they're his only villains, but. Yeah. Um, the, I imagine they just really wanted to get him into the main storyline and get away from those characters as a distraction. Or, you know, I, I thought, you know, I thought they were effective in bringing, um, you know, the, the Black Panther into the MCU as a, uh. Oh, it really, because that was one way to, if you will, awaken Wakanda from its 
hibernation. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's not it's non participation of the world. I think that's a fair statement. Yeah, and and I will so, say one thing because I have a, I have a friend who went to see the movie from work. Um, my friend Rochelle. She asked me, "What what do you think the message of the movie was?" And and I took him in to think. And I said, I think I think the message was that first of all, representation in pop culture matters. And I think the other message that the plot hammered home um, is that there is a need to balance protecting one's way of life, you know, a people's way of life, a country's way of life, protecting, you know, I need to balance traditions with the greater good. And and when Wakanda was just about, well, you know, we can't let the world know about us, we, you know, notice that it came, it, it, it bit them in the ass. You yeah, know. let's yeah, let's try not to be too specific, though. right? But Just I'm because not, some I'm, people haven't yeah, seen it. I'm yet. not being so, yeah. specific. I'm saying that when they were fully isolationist, it it it, it you know it gave them. It did. It did. Fair point. You know. Um. But now, you know. So uh, you know, you have this this need to balance tradition versus the greater good, and now we see Wakanda saying, "We're going to try and be a force for the greater good," and I think, yeah, you know, that's good. It's, yeah. All right, so, Colonel Roy Campbell. Yes. All right, here we go. So, again, this is the only one we have of this right now. We'll see if I'm hoping he does more. Please, 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 Paul, do more. I, I will pay you to record, like, the whole indictment as, as uh, <laughs> oh, it's iding. Excuse me. Iding, editing, whatever. I I can't pronounce. I I you know. Uh, so here we go. Colonel Roy Campbell, uh, Paul Iding, as Colonel Roy Campbell reading the indictments from last week. Here we go. Snake, the organization sought in part to conduct what it called information warfare against the United States of America through fictitious U.S. personas on social media platforms and other Internet-based media. By in or around April 2014, the organization formed a department that went by various names, but was at times referred to as the Translator Project. This project focused on the U.S. population and conducted operations on social media platforms such as YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. By approximately July 2016, more than 80 organization employees were assigned to the Translator Project. By in or around May 2014, the organization's strategy included interfering with the 2016 U.S. presidential election with the stated goal of spreading distrust toward the candidates and the political system in general. (laughs) Snake. I want. He's got a great voice. I want. I know. Uh, the, uh, the, there was that. Uh, who was that uh, one voice guy that died when he's like in a world? It, 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 I can't remember. Um, anyway, but yeah, what I want him to do is to get hired by. Was it Lafontaine? I yes, forget Lafontaine. his name. In a world. It's Lafontaine. You're right. Yes, it is Lafontaine. Oh. Yes, it's Lafontaine. Um, I want this guy hired by. What are the channels that uh, do the 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 house? 
Oh, C-SPAN. C-SPAN. I want him <laughs> hired by C-SPAN to be a color commentator <laughs> when Mueller comes in and just starts laying it out there. It's like, did you hear that? He blah, 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 blah. And he just starts talking talking over, you know, I would just talk over the Republicans. And now a Republican is trying to, whatever. oh, I want this guy to be the next, like, uh, you know, like, you I know, think a color I... commentator in a football game. Just Yeah. I think I've got another man crush. So that's three for this week. <laughs> oh. There's Kari Payton. Uh, oh, God, that was awesome. Loved it. <laughs> Loved it. And then, and then he was... finished He finished with it by saying, Snake! Snake! <laughs> awesome. So have you got uh, this uh, Dr. Zoidberg thing or the Zep Brannigan thing? Uh, if no? you give me a second, I can, because I wasn't expecting to have to run this but um, i'm just having fun you know Let's no 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 no, no. it's it's fine i'm not complaining well let me see here sure. billy west zoid let's see this should get us what we need ah i think i have it yeah i got it hold on one second please Hold, please. I do, I Stand do, 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 I do, do love it so much, though, when, when Billy to West... my sister. Yeah. I do love it a lot when Billy West is on Stephanie Miller's show because they just, they're just so cute oh, with Billy, each other. Billy it's West funny. Is, is hysterically funny, and I, I'm telling you this. You know what? I'm going to see if Paul Eiding is on Twitter. I want an interview with this guy so bad. He is anti-Trump. I got to have an interview with him. <laughs> and and you know what? He's obscure enough, and I'm not saying that to like slam him, but I'm saying that he he's only really known for for one major role, and that is Colonel Campbell. He is obscure enough to where he could come on, roast Schittler, and and get away with it. <laughs> sure. All right. So here we go. Uh, Zoidberg as Trump's doctor. So Billy West as Zoidberg. <laughs> As Schittler's doctor, uh, here we go. <laughs> to whom it may concern, I have been the personal physician of Mr. Donald J. Trump since 1980. His previous physician was my father, Dr. Jacob Bornstein. Over the past 39 years, I am pleased to report that Mr. Trump has had no significant medical problems. Mr. Trump has had a recent complete medical examination that showed only positive results. Actually, his blood pressure, 110 over 65, and laboratory test results were astonishingly excellent. Oh, God. Over the past 12 months, he has lost at least 15 pounds. Mr. Trump takes 81 milligrams of aspirin daily and a low dose of statin. His PSA test score is 0 0.15, very low, very low. His physical strength and stamina are extraordinary. Mr. Trump has suffered no form of cancer, has never had a hip, knee, or shoulder replacement or any other orthopedic surgery. His only surgery was an appendectomy at age 10. His cardiovascular status is excellent. He has no history of ever using alcohol or tobacco products. If elected, Mr. Trump, I can state unequivocally, will be the healthiest individual ever elected to the presidency. <laughs> 
Sincerely, Harold M. Bornstein, M-D-F-A-C-G-M-O-U-S-E. <laughs> done the you know the mark hamill reading trump tweets mark hamill needs oh, yeah. to do more of those mark get off your ass wow oh You're not... my god <laughs> luke's dead uh... you can do this you can do this so he did a zap brannigan is who uh zap uh zap Bran- uh zap brannigan is trump oh are you, are you ready for Twitter? part one yeah yeah all right here we Call go it. part one It would take an hour and a half to learn everything there is to learn about missiles. I think I know most of it anyway. My wife, Ivana, is a brilliant manager. I will pay her one dollar a year and all the dresses she can buy. I think the only difference between me and the other candidates is... I'm more honest and my women are more beautiful. I build the best buildings and I'm the biggest developer in New York by far. Well, that's real estate, and this is politics. Are they really so different? Yes! Usually, if I fire someone who's bad, I tell them how great they are, because I don't want to hurt people's feelings. My fingers are long and beautiful. That's been well documented, along with other various parts of my body. My Twitter has become so powerful that I can actually make my enemies tell the truth. The concept of global warming was created by the Chinese. Sorry, losers and haters, but my IQ is one of the highest, and you all know it. Please don't feel stupid or insecure, eh? It's not your fault. And it's not a wig, it's my hair. Do you want to touch it? Hmm, McCain. He's not a war hero. He's a war hero because he was captured. I like people that weren't captured, okay? What I say is what I say. Well, I do whine because I want to win, and I'm not happy about not winning. I fully think apologizing is a great thing, but you have to be wrong. I will absolutely apologize if I'm ever wrong. The best taco bowls are made in Trump Tower Grill. I love Hispanics. I that's love just, this. That's just part oh. one of four. Oh my god! I'm not. There, there are parts. There are times when, um, I'm watching Futurama and 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 it gets kind of like, eh, and I, and I'm like, all right, I've already kind of seen this joke over and over. You know, there are part. I, I, Futurama has it, but that Zap Brannigan character is um. Is really one of my favorite because he makes the Kip character my absolute favorite. Oh, Just the absolute oh, but agony wait. that that guy goes through. But wait, actually, fun fact: uh, Maurice Lamarche actually did do a few of these with with Billy West. Oh no! <laughs> Here Stop is, making me wait. Stop. Here's part two. 
Money was never a big motivation for me, except as a way to keep score. The real excitement is playing the game. Oh. If I were starting off today, I would love to be a well-educated black, because I believe they do have an actual advantage. <sighs> my marriage, it seemed, was the only area of my life in which I was willing to accept something less than perfection. <sighs> the show is Trump, and it is sold-out performances everywhere. Perhaps I shouldn't campaign at all. I'll just, you know, I'll ride it right into the White House. Oh. I'm intelligent. Some people would say I'm very, very, very intelligent. Oh. I get up, take a shower, and wash my hair. Then I read the newspapers and watch the news on television. Slowly, the hair dries. It takes about an hour. I don't even use the blow dryer. Once it's dry, I comb it. Once I have it the way I like it, even though nobody else likes it, I spray it and it's good for the day. <sighs> okay, I don't know what... The, uh, okay, I... And some... did you know, my name is in more black songs than any other name in hip-hop. Like five of them lately. <sighs> All of the women on The Apprentice flirted with me, consciously or unconsciously. That's to be expected. <laughs> Every guy in the country wants to go out with my daughter. Oh. I'll shake hands. I shake hands with people. But it's not something I like. Look, I'm not a huge fan of Japan, but I love their custom. Oh. <laughs> you know, you hear lots of people say that a great deal is when both sides win. That is a bunch of crap. <sighs> My net worth fluctuates. It goes up and down with markets and with attitudes and with feelings. Even my own feelings. I have a great relationship with the blacks. Oh. Must be a pretty picture, you dropping to your knees. Bing, bing, bong, bong, bing, bing, bing. I will be the greatest jobs president God ever created. How stupid are the people of Iowa? I will be so good at the military, your head will spin. I've had some beautiful pictures taken in which I had a big smile on my face. I look like a very nice person, which in theory I am. <laughs> I went to Harvard. I know words. I have the best words. I have the best, but there is no better word than stupid. <sighs> Always be around unsuccessful people because everybody will respect you. We're not going to be the stupid people anymore. We're going to be the really, really smart people. <laughs> I love babies. I hear that baby cry. I like it. Actually, I was only kidding. You can get that baby out of here. <laughs> if we have nuclear weapons, why can't we use them? Oh. Obama is the founder of ISIS. Oi. <laughs> when you when you hear a voice of a a guy from a cartoon that you know is the the the, the stupidest, most arrogant character in the whole show, and he just fits everything that Trump says so seamlessly, you can just see him saying this stupid shit and just oh, I love. I,
I love this. I, I could have done with a few less of the Kip size. They were a little overdone, but yeah. Uh, I, I, is this just a big compilation of a bunch of his um, things? Reading uh, the tweets? Uh, uh, they're, they're, he's done. Uh, he's still doing them. He's got. Uh, there are four collections available. Collections. Okay. All right. So, okay. I'm trying uh, to add uh, Wes, but it's saying, Wes, if you're listening, it, you're, it's not showing you as on Skype. <clears throat> um, oh, that was nice. That that was beautiful. That, that oh, made me laugh. Oh, God. Yes, and I but wait, laugh. there's more. Yay. Uh, Here's uh, part three. Black guys, counting my money. I hate it. <laughs> Putting a wife to work is a very dangerous thing. It's very possible that I could be the first presidential candidate to run and make money on it. One of the key problems today is that politics is such a disgrace. Good people don't go into government. I'd want to change that. <sighs> Any girl you have, I can take from you. That, I guarantee. Uh. <laughs> show me someone without an ego and I'll show you a loser. Loser. You're fired. It's such a beautiful phrase. It's harsh. It's ugly. It's mean. But it's concise and gets the job done fast, which is why I love it. And we're going to take so much joy in November 2020 saying, you're fired, go fuck yourself. All right, back to the... Uh -oh. Please fire me, sir. <laughs> Half of my friends are under indictment right now because they sent emails to each other about how they're screwing people. <sighs> I like kids. I mean, I won't do anything to take care of them. I'll supply funds, and she'll take care of the kids. Really, sir? Sadly, the American dream is dead. But if I get elected president, I will bring it back, bigger and better and stronger than ever before. And we will make America great again. <laughs> I uh, went to the opening of The Dark Knight Rises, which is commonly known as the Batman movie. And I'll tell you, it was really terrific. <sighs> Katy Perry is not a bargain, but I don't like John Mayer. He does and tells. Be careful, Katy. <sighs> Remember, new environment-friendly light bulbs can cause cancer. Be careful. The idiots who came up with this stuff don't care. <sighs> Do you think Putin will go to the Miss Universe pageant in November in Moscow? If so, will he become my new best friend? Oh my god. I will build a great wall, and nobody builds better walls than me. Believe me, I'll build them very inexpensively. I will build a great, great wall on our southern border, and I will make Mexico pay for that wall. Mark my words. Oh, god. We have a five billion dollar healthcare website. I have so many websites. I hire people. They do a website. It costs me three dollars. <sighs> Jeb Bush has to like the Mexican illegals because of his wife. 
It has not been easy for me. My father gave me a small loan of a million dollars. Mr. Trump, sir, a question. You haven't been called. Go back to Univision. I've <laughs> Did you know more about the news monster? Yes, that was great. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Here you go. I've never asked God for forgiveness for anything. <sighs> when these people walk into the room, they don't say, Oh, hello, how's the weather? How are the Yankees doing? The Asians say, We want deal. Don't, don't mind. <sighs> oh my. <laughs> oh. What a oh. prick. Do you know who, who who does who does the voice voice of um not Smithers? Who's the the, the rich evil guy in the Smith Simpsons? Uh isn't that Harry Shearer? Is that Harry Shearer? Because he really, you really shouldn't do Trump as that voice because that actually he sounds intelligent. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Uh. Uh, there is one more collection. More Zat Zat Brannigan. Yes. Would this face lie to you, Miles? Ignore the fact that you can't no. see my face. I know. That's right. It's Blind so boylike. Blind trust. Uh, you want to do it now or after the break? Well, I'm trying to get Wes on, so I think we should wait till after the break. In fact, I think we're going to take an early break. Um, so, yeah, uh, I think we've gone through all my all my new bumps. Okay. Um, I'd like to, do, to make more Critical Role, uh, but... Uh, that's going to be a lot to go through. And I went through a lot of trouble just to get the, um, where is it? The, uh, for fuck's sake, man. I went through a lot of trouble just to get the, this one. Oh Ow! shit, fuck, ball. So, uh, you know, if anyone has ideas, Life for bumps. Yeah, I'm always looking for new stuff. Always. I will keep an ear out. Uh, so all right, so we're gonna go to break. We're gonna try and get Wes on during the break. <laughs> Obviously, you know, uh, we'll we'll have to kick a few things. Um, but uh, we may be able to work this out. God damn! Can I just say, new Skype? Go eat a big bag of dicks. I gotta get this out because I I, I hate new Skype. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Why do you guys have to change shit? To make oh, it more betterer. But they're not doing that. Yeah, well, they tried. Yeah, obviously they they enerate it. <laughs> I mean, you're. You guys are wasting my time. <clears throat> not, you two, not you two. I'm talking about the Skype people. I understand. 
I just no, want I to make sure that, that you guys don't think I'm accusing you of wasting my time. Well, uh, to be fair, I do do that, but usually it's accidental, un un unless it's in in intentional. <laughs> Miles, you magnificent bastard, I love you. Yes, yes. <laughs> in a different way from the way I love Carrie Payton. Sure, who, sure. who, as we established earlier in the show, is my new man crush. Yes. Yeah, I, for I, a I, reason that I haven't heard yet, but yes, for sure, yes. His voice, I mean, his voice, it's like butter. You might not want to let Michelle listen to the to Thursday's episode. Well, maybe I won't let her. All right, all right, sweetie. You are banned <laughs> from listening to that. How's that? There we go. Y yes, darling. <laughs> oh, see, see? Adam, that's how you do it. And if I were married or plan to get married, I would be taking notes. There you go. But I'm the lone wolf. <laughs> that's right. The uh, lone wolf. All right, we're going to go to break, uh, and uh, we will be... Uh, da, 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 da. Surprise, bitch! Oh, Whoa! is that Wes Garskadden? <laughs> All right, we were just about to go to break, so we're going to go to break and we come back. <laughs> Finally fixed our, our our technical issues. Um, when we go, when we come back. Skype we're gonna. <laughs> yeah, I was just saying. I was just expressing that Skype can eat a big bag of dicks. Um, we're gonna we'll, we, we'll go and we'll when we come back we'll play the last Billy West as Zet Bryan again as Donald Trump compilation, and then I think we're gonna have to replay the. Uh, Roy Campbell reads the Russia indictment just for you, Wes. Cool. So, uh, welcome to the party. Word. All right, we'll be right back after this. You're listening to Mike Check Radio with Adam Heber. And I'm sure he's a nice guy, but I think he's like the thing. He only imitates human behavior. He's not actually human himself. Mike Check Radio with Adam Heber at Indie Media Weekly Radio.
you drive between the cones. Old pickup beds all rusted in the front yard. No one tries to keep up with Mr. Jones. Work hard all day. Now it's time to unload when the sun goes down on Tunnel Road. Work hard all day. Now it's time to unload when the sun goes down on Tunnel Road. Hi, this is Tim Coromall from The Tim Coromall Show, and you are listening to IndieMediaWeekly.com. Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. Hey, I'm Rick Beatty. And I'm Nick Sadler. And I am Jody Hamilton. We are from the bunker. So we do a one-hour weekly podcast. Where we get to speak our mind about stuff from a liberal perspective. We will be on Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. We are so excited. If you don't have any right-wing friends, you'll feel at home with us. From the bunker. With Jody Hamilton. Nick Sadler. And Richard Beatty. On Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. This is metal aficionado Kenny Pick. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, it's Gods and Monsters. Gods of Metal and Monsters of Rock right here on Indie Media Weekly. Brace yourselves for two big hours of hard rock and heavy metal selected from my own personal music vault. You'll hear classics from the extended family trees of Black Sabbath, Deep Purple, and Kiss. Heavy metal standards like Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, and Dio. You'll get a heap and a helping of power metal, speed metal, thrash, melodic, glam, you name it. It's here. Except death metal and new metal. I do not like that stuff. You'll hear guitar virtuosos and shredders from the Leviathan and Shrapnel Records catalogs. Rare gems from the new wave of British heavy metal. Some guilty pleasures in the form of 80s hair metal. And rock and metal from around the globe. Gods and Monsters. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Hi, this is Kenny Pick, and be sure to listen to my music program, The Night Show. Every Friday from 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. The Night Show. Features a broad selection of eclectic music from my personal library, as well as your requests. So be sure to visit IndieMediaWeekly.com and find the tab for The Night Show. Join the chat and submit your requests every Friday from 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. Eastern on The Night Show. Only on Indie Media Weekly. IndieMediaWeekly.com for those who dare. You're listening to Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. Who? The Jade Slayer, Master of Pain. You may know me as the Beast of Vengeance, uh, Maker of Widows. <laughs> Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert at Indie Media Weekly Radio.
And we're back, and I actually just finished my dinner. <laughs> anyway. <clears throat> uh, we're back for our final segment. We'll probably run a little over to make up for the fact that we were late getting uh, off the air. On the air, not off the air. Um, because for some reason, every time I ta I do not run my show for a week, strange things, it's like, it's like I've got gremlins. Miles Lagan out of Port St. Lucie, Florida. I uh, I am going to claim innocence on all the gremlins that are messing with your system, but I am happy to announce that my skill level in wasting your time has gone up to 9,000. So next week it'll be what? It'll be... It'll be over 9,000. <laughs> it's over 9,000! <laughs> I was like, bait the trap. All right, anyway... We'll get to you in a second. Uh, also joining us out of Port St. Lucie, Florida, uh, Michelle Ligon. Yes, that is me. And finally, someone I deeply respect, admire, and look up to. Me. Lord no, knows I'm why. <laughs> no, of course, Wes Carscadden, uh, who is the most badass host in Liberal Talk Radio. He's got himself a promotion, folks. And uh, hold on. Let me, let me pull this out. <sighs> Got dusted off. <coughs> oh, oh, oh. Haven't used this one in a while. We're going to have to play this. People of Earth, your attention, please. Who are you? Well, speak up! I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. It's the most badass co-host in Liberal Talk Radio, Wes Carscannon. A foul-mouthed, barrel-chested, beer-bellied pile of ugly muscle. Holy shit, you geeks are badass. I apologize for nothing. You know how testosterone is. As a bubbling crockpot of male hormones, I sure do. There we go. <laughs> You're goddamn <laughs> well, right. That's been in the closet nice. for way too long. Way too long. Uh, anyway, so, to recap... Uh, we've been going over compilations of Billy West... As Zet Brannigan, as Donald Trump, with Maurice LaMarche as Kiff Croker, doing his nice, uh, you know, the size and, you know, occasional. Yeah. Uh, and before and, and as soon as we're done with this final, you know what? Let's do the Roy Campbell thing again first, because this last one is six minutes. Uh, so we're also going to do I don't know if you were listening, Wes, but um, last week we had those exciting Russia indictments. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you know, I, I was thinking, how awesome would it be if the guy who voiced Colonel Roy Campbell in Metal Gear Solid would read portions of the indictment? And I got my wish! That's an extremely specific wish, so I'm yeah, glad I know, right? you. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, I mean, who knew? Excuse me, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, so I'm sure that somewhere in the White House... Schittler is in is is going uh Oh shit fuck balls <laughs> That is my new favorite thing in the world. <laughs> I mean you know more so than he usually is anyway. Well yeah. Um so here is Paul Eiding aiding, I think it's aiding. As Roy as Roy I almost said Roy Moore, shit. <laughs> That would be much that, worse. That would that would have sunk any chance I had of interviewing him. Uh, Paul Aiding as Roy Campbell reading 
the Russia indictment from last, part of it anyway, from last week. He's got to read the whole thing. I want the whole thing. All right, here we go. Snake. The organization sought in part to conduct what it called information warfare against the United States of America through fictitious U.S. personas on social media platforms and other Internet-based media. By in or around April 2014, the organization formed a department that went by various names, but was at times referred to as the Translator Project. This project focused on the U.S. population and conducted operations on social media platforms such as YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. By approximately July 2016, more than 80 organization employees were assigned to the Translator Project. By in or around May 2014, the organization's strategy included interfering with the 2016 U.S. presidential election with the stated goal of spreading distrust toward the candidates and the political system in general. Be still my beating heart. I, I don't know if you've heard, Wes. I've got like three man crushes this week. So I've got one on Carrie Payton, who was on Critical Role Thursday, and All he's right. the voice—he's the voice of uh, Cyborg on Teen Titans. And uh, well, you watch The Walking Dead, right? Uh, occasionally. He's—he's <laughs> he's also the guy who plays Ezekiel. I think is his name. Oh, all right. You know, um, let me tell you, that man has a voice like butter. Um, and and now it's now nice Paul, it, too. yeah, yeah, not he, very easy. Like I said. I mean, I, I consider myself straight, and after Thursday, I'm like, maybe I'm not. <laughs> hey, man, none of us are all that straight, really. <laughs> that, that, that is true. It's all just a matter of seeing the right person. That oh, yeah. is also true. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So, yeah, I thought that was really neat, the way he did that. You know, and of, um, you know, and, and of course, he ended it with a snake, snake. Uh, that that is my be right now. That is my best Roy Campbell. Like if I'm doing the low key snake, I could do an okay Roy Campbell, but I can't do the 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 freak out. The bellow. Uh, that's much harder. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, like doing an impression and also acting. It's tough. It's way tougher. Yeah. I, I feel like he's like briefing me to go like investigate fucking the Russian agents now. <laughs> I know. And we'll be like sneaking my way through the RNC headquarters. Which does sound like fun. I Probably know. not very safe. No. <laughs> yes, but it's I... a gun-free zone. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Oh. It is a, a gun uh, a gun safe it's zone. A, it's a soft target. Yeah. It's a, it's a victim-rich environment, you'll say. Yep. <laughs> so, all right. So uh, and, and of course we we when we heard that I mentioned that Billy West, uh, who has been doing voices for since I was in in diapers probably, um, had done had had recorded Trump tweets in character as Zat Brannigan. So we went down that rabbit hole, <laughs> and Very we've got nice. one more we've got one more compilation. Um, uh, well, do you guys want to do the, the Zoidberg one again just for Wes? <laughs> it was the best. 
<laughs> yeah, I like that one a lot. Oh, I mean, you can awesome. never have too much Zoidberg. Yeah, you can, yeah, yeah. Giggling Why no, not Zoidberg? Awesome. Why not? You want to play a clip? Here we Why go. Why not Zoidberg? <laughs> Why not Zoidberg? All right, here we go. Uh, this one is uh, that doctor who wrote that phony baloney letter <laughs> from during the campaign. <laughs> here we go. We're doing a little bit of repeating, but that's because Wes has missed so much, and he deserves a good laugh after being out for so long. It's awesome. To whom it may concern, I have been the personal physician of Mr. Donald J. Trump since 1980. His previous physician was my father, Dr. Jacob Bornstein. Over the past 39 years, I am pleased to report that Mr. Trump has had no significant medical problems. Mr. Trump has had a recent complete medical examination that showed only positive results. Actually, his blood pressure, 110 over 65, and laboratory test results were astonishingly excellent. Over the past 12 months, he has lost at least 15 pounds. Mr. Trump takes 81 milligrams of aspirin daily and a low dose of statin. His PSA test score is 0.15, very low, very low. His physical strength and stamina are extraordinary. Mr. Trump has suffered no form of cancer, has never had a hip, knee, or shoulder replacement or any other orthopedic surgery. His only surgery was an appendectomy at age 10. His cardiovascular status is excellent. He has no history of ever using alcohol or tobacco products. If elected, Mr. Trump, I can state unequivocally, will be the healthiest individual ever elected to the presidency. Sincerely, Harold M. Barnstein, M.D., F.A.C.G., M.O.U.S.E. And let me tell you this, there is no way his blood pressure is only 110 over, what was it, 60? That means yeah, there's it's no way almost exclusively fast food. I don't eat, I, I, I mean, I'll eat fast food like once a week, maybe once a week. And that's just if I'm working a long shift at work because I don't want to schlep all that shit to work. Um, and my blood pressure, it, you know, it could be better, but it's not like high and it's higher than his. I eat better than Trump and my blood pressure is worse. I call bullshit. I mean, how can I argue with, you know, somebody saying that he's the healthiest president ever? Which yeah. I, I don't know how that's a thing. It's like, so how this fat ass who doesn't walk anywhere, like who had that um, was the G20, I think, one summit, like had to get Carter in a golf cart while everybody else took a walk. Somehow he's like healthier than hell the last two guys, Obama and Bush, both like marathon runners. Yeah, Bush. Look, I have my political disagreements with Bush, but the man was had had a it was dedicated to his fitness. You know, yeah. You can't say uh, the guy wasn't athletic. Regiment. Yeah, I mean, I, like I said, I'll give him that. The guy was still a a, a horrible disaster as as president, but oh, um, still a war criminal. But he could ride a damn bike. Yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, but, so. Uh, we got we got one more thing for, of uh, so we're, we're not going to go over the the first three because that's going to take well forever, uh, but uh, we're, we will do this last one of 
Billy West as Zet Brannigan as Donald Trump reading Donald Trump quotes. Oh, these are always great. <laughs> I know. And, and oh, yeah. I will say it again. Mark Campbell needs to get back on his game. Start recording those Trump tweets as Joker. Come on, Mark. Your country needs you. All right, here we go. There may be somebody with tomatoes in the audience. If you see anybody getting ready to throw a tomato, knock the crap out of them, would you? Seriously, okay? Just knock the hell... I promise you, I will pay for the legal fees. My administration will not telegraph exact military plans to the enemy. We won with the poorly educated. I love the poorly educated. Oh, God. Wait a minute. So if I take hairspray and spray it in my apartment, which is all sealed, you're telling me that it affects the ozone layer? I say no way, folks. No way. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I love the old days. You know what they used to do to guys like that when they were in a place like this? They'd be carried out on a stretcher, folks. It's true. I'd like to punch him in the face, I'll tell you. Oh. With me, they're not protected, because I'm not like other people. We're going to open up those libel laws, folks, and we're going to have people sue you like you never got sued before. Oh. They don't write good. They don't know how to write good. <laughs> Politicians think we're joking. We don't joke. We don't joke. This is a movement. This is a movement, and movements don't joke. Oh, God. Movement. The wall will go up, and Mexico will start behaving. Look at these hands. I guarantee you there's no problem. You know, sometimes in the heat of debate and speaking on a multitude of issues, you don't choose the right words or you say the wrong thing. Low-income workers are hurt the most by my opponent's policies. Poor Hispanic and African-American citizens are the first to lose a job or see a pay cut when we don't control our borders. We're going to get rid of the criminals, and it's going to happen within one hour when I take office. Going to bring them back where they came from. Oh. What? Oh. <laughs> Shush. Take you aside for Shush. a second and talk some sense into you. <laughs> I'm afraid the election's going to be rigged. I have to be honest. If there's voter fraud, this election will be illegitimate. The election of the winner will be illegitimate. We will have a constitutional crisis, widespread civil disobedience, and the government will no longer be the government. What? I, I gotta stop there and point out, he was actually right. <laughs> In a sense. I mean, God give him his due. He was right. All right, here we go. What? Oh. You know we have a treaty with Japan, where if Japan is attacked, we have to use the full force and might of the United States. If we're attacked, Japan doesn't have to do anything. 
They can sit home and watch Sony television. Okay? <sighs> it's a beef with Sony. <laughs> oh, you better elect me, folks. I'll never speak to you again. Can you imagine? Can you imagine how badly I'll feel if I spend all that money, all this energy and all this time, and lost? <laughs> I would like to. To whom is my concern? Oh. I have been oh. the personal physician of Mr. Donald J. Hmm. Oops. <laughs> yeah. You hit the wrong button? Why no. does Hoidberg? <laughs> no, it's tacked uh. on. Uh, let me see if I can get... Uh, We'll, uh, we'll forward, we'll do, uh, four and four, and, uh, I see, I think I see the problem. What the hell? Where's my mouse? Uh, in your hand, I would assume. There it is. <laughs> okay. Uh, so we're gonna do, we'll do four in at, uh, four, four. Oh, shit. Uh, let's try. <laughs> I know, folks. Exciting radio. You messed it up. No, I didn't mess it up. They tacked this thing on. Uh... So we'll do uh, 300 seconds. In at 300. Let's see what happens. With Mr. Trump, I can state unequivocally, will be the healthiest yeah. individual ever. Healthiest uh, so... ever. Uh, that was actually... Wow. All right, let's try, th let's try this. You need tremendous stamina. We have so many things that we have to do better, Lester, and certainly cyber is one of them. <sighs> I have a son. He's 10 years old. He has computers. He is so good with these computers, it's unbelievable. The security aspect of cyber is very, very tough. And maybe it's hardly doable. I mean, it could be Russia, but it could also be China. It also could be lots of other people. It could also be somebody sitting on their bed that weighs 400 pounds, okay? <laughs> the cocaine sniffle. Thank you. The cocaine sniffle. Ah... <laughs> Billy West is a national treasure. No doubt. So there we go. Yeah. There... So the scariest part about that, like the that that uh, medical report thing, is like, because this is true. Donald Trump doesn't drink, and that makes him way scarier. That means every every tweet he puts out, every decision he makes, is stone cold sober. That's horrifying. Yes. Yeah, they'll like think, great, now I'm not going to be able to sleep tonight, Karskadden. Good one. <laughs> I'm here for you. <laughs> I mean, I don't drunk tweet either, but I'm way more coherent than Schittler is. Oh, I mean, I drunk tweet, but I'm like perfectly like, I'm like more coherent when I'm super drunk. It's weird. Mm. I, I like a drunken tweet master. <laughs> Yeah, didn't we do a New Year's Eve special together while you were drunk? Probably. Years, it was a. <laughs> it was it a sounds like the sort of thing I would agree to while I was drunk. I don't remember it. <laughs> I was evil. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, <laughs> we have fun. Knowing me, I probably like got halfway through it and then got distracted and wandered off. Yeah, that sounds. It's yeah. I think actually that's what happened. Now that I think about it, it's been a long time. Um, but uh, you know, I'm sorry. Are you okay? Yeah, yeah. I I probably. I probably shouldn't have wolfed out my dinner during the last break. That might have Sir, helped. I think you've had enough. I'll cut you off. I'll let you know when enough I've had. <laughs> <laughs> right. God, you're such an asshole when you're drunk, Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so I want to point this out because um, someone I regularly chat with on Facebook, he's offended that I call uh, uh, Schittler Schittler. And I just want to say Schittler's not going anywhere because now I know it pisses you off. <laughs> um, and second of all, free speech, motherfuckers. <laughs> uh, but here's the thing is that the right wing is officially more upset that I call Schittler Schittler than the fact that there are 17 children dead. What does that tell you about the American right? They're bought. Uh, well, other that, than that, they're the massive as assholes. As much as they love to bandy the word about, they tend to be the real snowflakes. Like, Yeah, there you go. Oh, these <laughs> liberal snowflakes are so offended by me saying I want to kill people. And then, you know, the second a trans person, like, exists, then suddenly they're all up in arms. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, uh, so we've, it's been a pretty good night, uh, Wes. We premiered uh, some new bumps, which were pretty nice. I, I, I like them. Uh, and I got a new toy. I don't know if you heard. I think I played it earlier, but uh, I, I got a new toy, which is this one, this clip. Oh, Cow! shit, fuck, ball. <laughs> That's a good one. Yes. Oh. Uh, and, um, yeah, uh, again, I want to wish my younger sister, Carrie, a happy birthday tomorrow. Uh, I'm going to have to try and call her. But, uh, yeah, any other nerd news from this week? Um, I don't know. I've been at work all week, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry to hear that. So have I. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Like, like we're on like uh, super crazy overtime, so I don't even pay attention to the news. I'm just like, uh, um, I think Rick Gates and uh, like the fifth guy to plead guilty in yes. the uh, Russia. Yeah, so that that's a good back thing. from Montana. He uh he got sent up. That was nice. Or not Montana, Missouri. Yeah, he got John arrested. back from Montana. <laughs> yeah, John Connell out tonight to take care of his sick mother. Yeah, I hope she's okay. Look at uh, that guy loving his family. What a liberal <laughs> pussy. I wasn't complaining. <laughs> <laughs> How dare he love his own mother and take care of her. God. I know, right? Oh, wait. <laughs> Hold on, guys. We're going to have a trailer sign that looks like in about a month. Uh, uh, it looks like we're going to have an Aquaman trailer in, in about a month. Oh. Interesting. With or without abs? 
Uh, I would imagine with. They're too big of a draw. Yeah. That's the whole reason anybody even gives a crap about Aquaman. Like, right up until those pictures of Jason Momoa were released, everybody was like, oh, it's Aquaman, he's so lame. And then you see those, and you're like, oh, oh, oh. All right. <laughs> yeah. Cool. So, we'll, we'll yeah. I'm, I'm really hoping, uh, because I, I, I like, I mean, I will say, I liked Jason Momoa as Aquaman. I just, he wasn't, you know, there wasn't as much with him as I expected. Well, Aquaman in general is, from what I remember, is like one of the lamest characters of the superheroes. Have you not watched the Justice League cartoon where they basically turned him into a badass warrior king? No, 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 no. You're forgetting how old I am. I'm talking about the Justice League back in the day with... Well, he was wearing an orange, and uh, no, he wasn't some topless guy with a hook for a hand. Meanwhile, no. in the Hall of Justice, Aquaman yeah. makes toast. Yeah, yeah, like it's a, it's like you know, for the, for the rare once in a while where there's like some sea themed villain or like you know something's going on in the ocean, he's great. But any other time, he's kind of helpless. Yeah, most of the time. Yeah, most of the time he was just the fighting black mantis. So, <laughs> right, and you know, black mantis at any point could have been lassoed with a golden lasso, or lasered with Superman eyes, or you know, a simple hang, a bat grenade. You know, <laughs> Whoop, problem solved. <laughs> I mean, you know, Aquaman is like helpless when like he's lamer than the guy who doesn't have any superpowers. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Although it's all topsy turvy and justly because the coolest guy there is the guy with no superpowers, so I don't even know what to say there. Yeah. Yeah. All right. But, so, so but, oh, sorry. Go on, Michelle. Um, uh, but I am saying the the more modern version of Aquaman with the uh, with the that that crazy hook blade thing for a hand, you know, and the and the the crazy beard and stuff that that was entertaining. Certainly, yeah. conceptually, way cooler. Yes. And a lot and, stronger and a little bit more versatile, too, which is nice. And much nicer to look at. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so so what do you got coming tomorrow on uh, the, the Southern Progressive Revival, Mr. Kerskadden? Uh, you know, honestly, I never know until I get there. <laughs> That's uh, what, what kind of our whole shtick is, uh, is we'll go in with kind of a plan and then we'll just kind of see where the conversation goes. Because, you know. The whole theory is we collect a bunch of interesting people with interesting things to say and kind of have a loose topic and just where the tangents go, they will go. That we'll probably sounds, talk about food. That sounds right. so cool. Usually this show is run by an iron fist, not pointing any fingers, but that does sound <laughs> cool. Oh, yeah, like keeping it chill is our whole, like, mission statement. It's like Awesome. Yeah, I got enough stress every day. I don't want to stress too much over my hobbies. Hold on. Don't stress, Adam. Hold I'm on. Teasing. Don't, don't sounds, stress. Sounds like, hold on. Sounds like uh, you might have a grievance, Mr. <laughs> no. No, no, no. I'm just well, on just... this side of the fence. I'm just being envious. That's all. I, hold that's on. All it is. Hey, you're welcome I... to come <laughs> hang out whenever. <laughs> hold Those on. Still that, uh, that anarchist drive in you, and eventually you'll just, like, take over. I'm a button pusher. It's what I yeah, do. I, but, I, but I, we're still going to have to review the grievance procedure for our program. Wes, <laughs> you remember this, right? 
you remember the oh, okay, quite a while. So, so everyone get out your mic check radio with Adam Hebert. Uh, uh, employee handbooks and turn to the grievance procedure. It's page 42. They're all, 42. all the pages are 42. Um, and uh, here, here's our grievance procedure as read by Mr. Michael J. Nelson. Grievance procedure. Make your hand into a hard fist, drawing as far away from your face as possible, and keep your hand in place quickly and forcefully run toward your hand. <laughs> now, would you like, would you like to talk to our HR department? No, 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 Mr. Iron Fist. I am perfectly content Smart. with how things are going. Smart decision because I'm the HR department. Right. <laughs> but uh, no, it's always it's. I I told Kenny I would run the board for him last week if he wanted me to, and he's like, "No, I promised Jan I would do." It's like you need to rest, pick. Yeah, but you know, I think I think he kind of enjoys coming and hanging out, and you know. Is that, like I said, is that whole that whole mission statement of being like loose and chill and you know super unstructured like that's appealing to to, to Sunday night kind of thing. I, like I said, we will pretty much inevitably whatever tangent we get onto, it's gonna lead to food. Like <laughs> yes. every second, and we end Are up you... talking about food in some capacity because <laughs> no, no. we're a bunch of fat boys. Well, not just that, but I'm not judging. But are you gonna be high tomorrow night? <laughs> What? Me never. I would never <laughs> ever think of such a thing. <laughs> anyway. That sir uh, would be illegal. That is true, and we do not encourage illegal activity here on Indie Media Weekly Radio. What we do encourage, oh. however, is that uh, you check out the sci-fi double feature tomorrow, which I took the liberty of programming to help Kenny, because he's having some trouble. Um... So we're we're going with a ghost theme to this week. And so on Sunday, we will have CBS Real Mystery Theater with a ghostly game of death. <laughs> I can't do that. <laughs> and uh, suspense with ghost hunt. And then on Monday, we have CBS Real Mystery Theater with what happened to Mrs. Forbush and lights out with the organ. And not that kind of organ, Kurt Scadden. Oh, yeah, I just lost interest. <laughs> um, mm. So, of course, we also got Midnight Sun tonight. I got my tax refund Thursday, so if I can find a place that has a $20 Jap Japan iTunes store gift, uh, card that I can get digitally, I think I'm going to get that, and we're just going to, you know, if you want something that I don't have, I will get it, because we're going to have a party tonight! I am officially... I, I am no longer treading water, financially speaking. Hooray! Isn't that a Yay. great feeling? I know. I mean, as soon as I, I, I looked it up, and as soon as I confirmed it was my bank account, I went and I paid my bills. And I still have, like, $800 on my account for once. Nice! It's, it's beautiful. That's always that's, nice. That's that moment when you know you're, like, you've truly reached adulthood, when you, like, get excited about paying off all your bills. <laughs> like, I've made it. Yeah. Yeah. So now I just need to find the place because I only want to get like 10 or 20. $10 or $20. Um, so, yeah. Well, that's cool. Oh, yeah, that's the uh, that's the, the uh, upside of the, uh, the, all these hours that I've been working and scrambling my brain this week is money. Money, 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 money. Yep. 
Yeah, okay. Save up well, for that new car. Yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. Ten, 1,000 yen gift cards are sold out everywhere I've looked. I may have to get two 500 yen cards. Oh, that's a bummer. Yeah, but, I mean, if it's the only way, it's the only way. Um, because yeah. I don't want to get a big card. Yeah, you just need how, a, a manageable how much is a yen? Uh, it's about a penny. Uh, I forget what the, oh. the so, uh, ten, a thousand yen is about ten dollars. Right. Uh, so yeah, I don't know exchange I, rates. Well, I mean, the yen is usually like 100 yen to a dollar. You know, it's usually, it's like 80 to 100. Um, it just, it fluctuates like everything else. Right now it's 94. Uh, one Japanese yen equals 0. 0.0094 US dollars. Oh, well, there you go. Nice. So, yeah, you know. Now you to the know. dollars. Apparently not doing that great right now. Wonder why. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> It's, it's all it's, Obama's fault, remember. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Somehow. <laughs> yes. Thanks, Obama. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's always... It's always Obama's fault. Dude, have you not lived in America long enough to know that there's only one appropriate solution that's blame it on the black guy? Some black guy did it. Yeah. 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 Uh, we may have to forego my plan of... Uh, of uh, doing that because... Well, I can't find the right codes, but we'll see. We'll see. But if you have anything you want, let me know. Um, we're also uh, going to, in uh, sometime in March, I want to say uh, the last week of March, we'll be doing our tribute to Nobu Uematsu on his birthday. Uh, he was March 21st is his birthday, and I may actually be on the air that day. Let's see here. Uh, so we'll be doing our tribute to Nobu Omatsu on Saturday, March 24th. That's cool. That works out. So, uh, that's Alrighty. always fun. I, you know. So, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'd like to thank, uh, well, let, let's do parting shots. Uh, who wants to go first? Miles? Sure. Um, enjoy their pain. Watch yes. them flounder. And uh, just, you know, persist. Ta-da! Done. <laughs> uh, Michelle. Um, I really don't have a lot to say because I don't want to start crying again. Um, just, just remember, everybody. Um, you know, there are people out there that may need a hug. You know, may need some uh, verbal support. You know, remember, you know, even even simple words can sometimes make somebody feel a whole lot better and, you know, will bolster them in, 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 in what is happening. So just uh, just be nice to people if you can. Never. And word of the day is venal. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Karskadden. Thanks word. for thanks for joining um, us. Uh, we Sorry you couldn't make it sooner, but uh, you're always welcome yeah. here. Hey, you know, that's that's how it goes, you know. That's uh, it's life under capitalism. Got to work and make some money. So, uh, yeah, I guess all I got to say is fully automated luxury space gay communism. Woo! Yes. Uh, <laughs> and before... <laughs> that's great. <laughs> and before we go, I have this little nugget of joy. 
Eric Trump to America, you are losing manners. Nice. When your father, when you had people showing up to Schittler rallies with shirts that said, fuck your feelings, liberals, you don't get the right to complain about lack of manners. Go fuck Aww. yourself, Eric Trump. Here am I, I I'm flat, I, I wish I, I, you know what? We may have to bring back the Hebert can. Because, I mean, I'm, I'm using my middle fingers and no one can see. It's okay, man. I believe you. Uh, it's okay, yeah. Uh, but, wow, poor, poor Eric. <laughs> Eric Trump? Oh, not yeah, Don Jr.? Yes. Wow. Oh. I'm going to dig down deep for some sympathy. Hold on. I'm reaching deep <laughs> into my heart. Still looking. Hold on. There... Any second now. <laughs> There are no, there are probably no people in the world who get attacked more than us. The societal values have to be addressed. You're losing family values. You're losing manners. <laughs> Mommy. Yeah, I thought I was feeling sorry for them for a minute there, but nah, it turned out it was just gas. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we, we got to get uh... going. Um, so uh, don't forget Midnight Sun tonight starting at 11. Uh, Southern Progressive Rival tomorrow, some 10 p.m. Eastern. Resistor Sisters, our latest program, uh, Destroying the Patriarchy, one podcast at a time. Um, And uh, much, much more goodness and goodies. So uh, that's it for us this week. I want to thank Miles and Michelle Lagan, Wes Garskin, Kenny Pick, John Kendall. Hope your mind gets well soon. Kenny, feel better. And I'm just buying time while I find the stupid ending because I am a complete and total dumbass. <laughs> it's okay, man. We all do it. I God, I lit it once a week. I'm just like, ah, oh, where button? Uh, but you know, you just play it off. Yeah, like, hopefully, yeah. Hopefully, this talking is it. and aha, there's the button. Yeah. Hopefully, this is it. Here we go. Time for go to bed. Right, it is late. Shall we retire? Goodbye, my friends. Goodbye to you all. I'll never forget you. Live in peace. Goodbye, all. Stay happy and good luck. On our way to great adventures. Get out of here. Casting worm. Push the button, Frank. I'll get you next time, Gadget. Next time. Visitors, thank you for your attendance. Oh, shit, fuck, balls, 